What's happening, weirdos? So excited to announce new stand-up tour dates on the Silly Silly Fun Boy Tour. All of these tickets are available at PeteHolmes.com. Cary, North Carolina, Orlando, Florida, Oxnard, Oxnard, Denard, California, Cleveland, Ohio, and Houston, Texas are all available today. Tickets are on sale now. Links to all of those are on PeteHolmes.com. I'm touring with the wonderful Lara Bites, who is incredible. It's a wonderful show. It's a new hour. It's been going wonderfully. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. So come see it live. It's always the best it gets when it's live, when you guys are a part of it. So come out if you can. Um, in the meantime, this is Ryan O'Neill. I don't think there's been an album um, since his Sleeping at Last that has impacted me this much. It's incredible. He, uh, We're going to talk a lot in the coming hours about Richard Rohr and the Enneagram. Also a lot about music and creativity and life in general. But uh, for those of you that don't know, the Enneagram is a... It's too trivial to call it a personality test, but there's nine types. We sort of explained it in the episode, and Ryan made an album with a track for every type. So at the end of this intro, I am a three, uh, which you've heard me talk about a bunch if you listen regularly. A three is the achiever. The achiever, we talk all about this. We're going to play at the end of this intro Ryan's song for achievers. A good way to know without taking the test if you're an achiever is if this song breaks your heart. <laughs> it's incredible. But there's nine of them, and I guarantee you one of them will cut you to your core and really open you up. It is a heart-expanding, beautiful, really it's a masterwork, um, and I encourage you to listen to it, um, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy this conversation as much as I did. A couple things to plug up top other than the tour dates. 800poundgorillarecords.com slash Pete Holmes will have all my vinyls. There's a couple new vinyls on sale. The proceeds for Living at Largo go to 100% to the Littlest Tumor Foundation. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Pete's Picks. Pete's Picks, I don't do traditional ads on the podcast. I only promote things that I actually use and love and personally endorse every single day. The first of which is... Right here? I always like to shake it. Oh, it's getting low. Going to have to get a new bottle in here. It's Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. You hear hemp, you think marijuana. What this is is uh, hemp oil, which is CBD oil, which means they use science to go in there and eliminate the THC and leave the body and brain beneficial CBD. I know if you guys go to places like I go to, even at my coffee shop here in the neighborhood, they offer to put CBD in your coffee, which is pretty wild. Um, but Charlotte's Web is a special hemp oil. It's grown in Colorado by an incredibly reputable company called the Stanley Brothers. The Stanley Brothers actually did an episode of this podcast, if you're curious uh, about more about them. And the reason it's called Charlotte's Web is because they made this formula for a little girl named Charlotte who was having seizures, and CBD oil was the only thing that would help her. So it really is uh, an incredible plant ally for me personally. I love going to it over a pharmaceutical, like I say, to keep things plant-based and natural. Uh, it helps me when I'm traveling. It helps me deal with stress. It helps me deal with anxiety. It helps me um, when I need to unwind and rest. But it also helps me if I'm trying to focus on something, if I'm trying to laser in on a project that I'm working on and sort of tune out uh, some of the static CBD oil is a wonderful secret weapon for me. It also is a wonderful mood elevator. I always point out that all the Pete's Picks seem to have a mood elevating quality, and that is certainly true of uh, Charlotte's Web hemp oil. I get the original formula. 
I get the mint chocolate flavor. They also make balms and creams that can be applied to you topically, so you can get some hemp soothing quality on your skin for uh, for how how good that does you. <laughs> I have some friends that really swear by that for their for their needs. Um, and you can try it. The best thing to do is to try it, and you'll be showing your support of this podcast. You can go to cwhemp.com slash weird, use promo code KEEPITCRISPY19, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. The other mood-elevating Pete's pick is Kachava. Kachava is a plant-based superfood drink mix that basically gets you high on a nutrient superfood overload. It's 100% plant-based. You're going to get your omega-3s, which everybody knows you need for brain function, from chia seed and flax seed. There's superfruits, eight superfruits built in, 17 greens and veggies. Very hard for me to find greens and veggies when I'm traveling. That's why I always bring cachava with me when I'm traveling. It's gluten-free, it's soy-free, artificial sweetener-free, preservative-free. It has just enough coconut nectar, which is a low glycemic sweetener. So it's not going to spike your blood sugar, but it's actually going to taste delicious. It has powdered coconut milk in there, mixes with the water, makes it creamy and chocolatey or vanilla-y, if you're nasty, just with water. It's incredible. You really can make this smoothie just with water. Or when I'm making it for Val, I make it with almond milk and I throw frozen strawberries in there. It tastes like chocolate strawberry ice cream. It's incredible. It's got 24 grams of plant-based protein. It's got 9 grams of fiber. And it's actually delicious. It makes you feel incredible. It's got the raw cacao in there. It's got maca root in there, which is wonderful for vitality and for energy. I got it to add to my smoothie, but it turns out it is the smoothie. It's as close as I found to a meal replacement or a meal in a pill. Perfect for people that have a baby that gets them up a lot in the night and they sometimes don't have uh, two free hands to make a meal, but they want to feel full and satiated and happy. You can try it and show your support of this show. Go to Kachava, K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash weird, and you will get 20% off your order. Um, all right, let's roll into the song here. I hope to see you guys in North Carolina, Orlando, Oxnard, Cleveland, or Houston. PeteHolmes.com for stand-up door tickets. Uh, enjoy Ryan O'Neill. His record is called Sleeping at Last. And here, before we get to the interview is the three song from Sleeping at Last. Get into it. Maybe I've done it. 
too fast i haven't eaten i've been so bad let's start with this when you tour ryan o'neill hello there hi (laughs) don't feel rushed i'm in like i'm in like a groove where i've been working yeah let's take a beat yeah to reset beautiful that's what i do we were talking about our baby sometimes when i'm holding her and i'm trying to get her to calm down the best thing to do is i take deep breaths womb style yeah and she calms down, wouldn't you say? That's amazing. I, I'm not successful at that. Well, like it's not like ones. it always works, but it can't hurt. Like you yeah. being like, shut up, right. doesn't, isn't going to be helpful. That also, that's, that's 100% confirmed that that won't work. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. We, it's not so much that calming down works as we know that being worked up doesn't help. There's like a 10% there, yeah. But that's, that's like true. on The Simpsons. I think about this all the time where Lisa tells Homer... This rock repels tigers because there's no tigers around. So yeah. I could sell you this repelling tiger repelling rock. <laughs> and she's trying to illustrate yeah. that that's a type of logic that doesn't right. really make sense. And I do like that type of logic. Yeah. And then Homer says, I'll give you $50 for the rock. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that, that's what's there's happening. A lot. There's a lot of that in life. Yeah. Well, to start, I'm such a fan. Oh. I don't think we've talked about it many times on the show. Since I discovered your album, oh for real, it's just sleeping at last. Is it? it is I'm getting that yeah. right. It's just me. I always want to say sleep no more, which is a <laughs> horror, which is a horror immersion experience in New York City. <laughs> you, is it really? Yeah, you don't oh, know that. No, I don't know about that. It's not. It it's not like your record at all. It's, okay, you put on masks and you're led through right. a haunted uh, maze, that basically. Sounds, and, that sounds terrible. Yeah, and there's. There's like nudity. There's like shock oh, wow. nudity. I actually went alone and I thought it would be really trippy. And then I, I didn't really. It's not that I didn't care for it. I don't think it was the right choice for okay. me 
to go alone. <laughs> that does sound like a, a unique choice. Yeah, for sure. Well, you ever have a day in a city and you're by yourself and you're like, I'm going to, I'm not going to stay in the hotel. Yeah. I'm going to go to this weird thing. And I went oh, and then immediately I was like, I should be in my hotel. I <laughs> see. I wish, I wish I was like that. Cause I, I, I actually did this for a couple hours this afternoon where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go seek out amazing food. I'm going to do whatever. And I just stayed in the hotel. Just, but that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the lifestyle I'm a sort of habit. wasted yeah. on, like, just because we have, we're afforded the possibility right. of going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while you're in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. The artistic temperament seems to be like, but it's probably best to, like, save it up yeah. for the show. Right. I don't even know, to be honest. Um, Kate, my wife, she tells me that... Um, the three. The, 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 she, she is indeed. Are you? So you think you're a three? I think I'm a three. That's okay. a good question. Okay, so for everybody listening... <laughs> I, should, I should reframe that. You're a three. Tell, well, we're not sure. Tell, okay. I, I'm pretty sure. I've taken it okay. several times. Yeah. I'll get into explaining yeah, yeah, yeah. the Enneagram and we'll stuff, but what were you saying about your wife? She uh, has recognized... We've been together for coming up 20 years. We dated oh for 10 God. years, and we've been married for, for another 10. Um, How old are you? I'm 36, so we met real young. Holy shit. Yeah. 16. 16, yeah. No kidding. I knew what was going on at 16. <laughs> that's you true. knew that? You... That's not true. That's with 10 years of dating. <laughs> you dated. <laughs> so that's high school yeah. sweets. Yeah. Pre-car. That's right. Yeah, pre-car for me. She's a couple years older, so she... She had a car. She Pretty was cool. cruising you. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's Getting right. the Grand Am. Grand <laughs> she, Am, Grand she has known. <laughs> I don't know. Some car. Getting a car. Yeah. So she has known this about me for the entire the entire haul here that we uh, – I just don't like doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, do you want to go – never mind. You don't like doing stuff. Yeah, That's, no. that's sort of a – the under- I'm, so I'm, I would like to do more stuff. I would like to like hearing that you would spent. You? Mm, <laughs> <laughs> I want to want it. I really do. I want to want, I want it. Want Let it me so ask bad. you this: yeah. what, Are there times when you are more open to stuff? I am. I would say the last couple of years, actually. Yeah. Oh, like, really? I'm, I'm trying. So, yeah. Like I'm. I'm saying. I'm. I'm showing up in in different ways than I than I was before. I even meant good. you went on a on a zoomed out calendar scale. I just meant day to day because here's. What I was thinking, there are times when I, if I'm coming home from a show, right. so I'm on this weird schedule, which is what I started to tell you, was I've been on this weird, like, yeah. I don't start eating until 2 o'clock. Oh. And it's because I was on the road for three days, and it just, that's enough. <laughs> that was enough to, to set the pattern. Well, yeah. because I'm 40 now, and I feel like that's yeah. one of the ways that age shows up, is your ability to just, like, switch gears. Yes. Be like, now I'll be yeah. back to 8 a.m. Right. And, and, like, it's, I'm completely fucked. So I'm eating at like 2.30. That was the first that I ate right when you oh, were wow. coming in. I shoveled in something and I swallowed oh, sorry. too quickly. sorry. I hope you had enough time to... Don't. You are sweet. You <laughs> are care a sweet man. But when I am very tired, my, whatever it is, the part of my brain that overanalyzes things, yeah. that's the part that gets tired first. I started <laughs> noticing with Val, for example, like I'll come home... Like, okay, so I was in Denver, and Saturday night, the last show ended at, like, 11 or 11.30. Right. And then I'm jazzed. I don't yeah. know if you're the same way. Oh, yeah, post-performance, post post-show, there's, like, a all of a sudden, everything makes sense. Like, there's, like, a, a tingling in your yes. legs. I don't know what that is. Leg tingle. Unless it goes real bad. Then then, then, it's, <laughs> then it's a different tingle. It's either an upper or a downer, a but it's coming yeah. for you yeah. either yeah. way. Yeah. Like, exactly. it's going to modify your world either way. Yeah, absolutely. The shows were great, so I was up, and oh, okay. I was. it was great, but I I wasn't able to sleep, so I went to bed around three, and then I had to get up at five. Oh, wow. So that's not really sleep. No. So you think that'd be bad? Then when I got home, I'm like 
replying to emails. Wow, like I was okay. like, let's go to that new place. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And it's like <laughs> the part of me that is required to be really uh, overanalyzing and over and stressed and right. overthinking and thinking about all the ways that fun could go wrong. Oh, that gets tired okay. first. Hmm. But then, so this is a leading question. Yeah. I'm wondering, is it literally that you just don't like new things or do you have the type of brain that goes... Isn't it just You're right. simpler to stay? It in? is simpler. It, it eliminates all the variables. Right. There's so many ways your creating can go terribly. This is why writers yeah. are depressed and stuff. Like yeah. often, like uh, can struggle with depression. People yeah. that write scenes and dialogues, it can be a dark place because right. it's our job to imagine a million ways things can go wrong. Right. And sometimes to, to really go there, right? Like to go into that nightmare of yeah. <laughs> all the things that could have gone. I wonder if there's like a, you would know, is there, is there also like a, a relief by having to like exploring that in, in storytelling yeah, and not actually control. having to It's a control it? trip. Yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah. No, it's a complete fantasy. It's yeah. a power fantasy. I've realized what, and I'm going to put this back to you, what I like about performing and what I like about writing yeah are both control addictions for me. Right. Is in like I'm talking I, yeah. I like this. This is very controlled and very um it, talking to one person is very fun for yeah. me. But at a party I would like to be able to script like and then that guy brings me those Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then this person tells a great story. Yeah. And the, you know like but at an actual party you could show just... up at actual parties with a script and be like oh my Cheetos God. around 8:30. That's what a play right. is. Yeah. A play is a party that someone wrote it out and it was like, instead of us just going around. <laughs> That's true. Well, are you watching Succession? Like, it's a I am, nightmare. By the way. I am too. Yeah, fully yeah, cut up. It's all yeah, good. Absolutely. So this is, oh Bar on the floor. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Can I throw this at you? Yeah, I please. don't even care if people aren't watching Succession because it's almost yeah. over. So, Greg. Oh, yeah, I was. Um, Greg <laughs> amazing. Oh, was just gosh. decides to stay yeah. and forgo a thing. A, a big to thing. To stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No spoilers here. Yep, this yep, is very yep. vague. And he's like, he's like, do you want to be with Grandpa Boring or Uncle Fun? Right? <laughs> right. That's what he says. And I'm like, Uncle Fun? Yeah. You made this guy eat sausage <laughs> on the floor. If yeah. I was in, uh, like, I know people that work on that show. Yeah. I plan on asking them if they bump, oh. if anyone bumped on the idea that Greg. Two episodes prior had been deeply to. humiliated, Prob- and then the guy calls him Uncle Fun. Uncle Fun. Uncle Fun. <laughs> I, I will say that show is so intentional. I do feel like the, they the know subtlety of like evil in that dude is is really like it's kind of amazing because you like when he turns on the kindness, you're kind yep. of like yeah, it's yeah, drunk oh, dab. Yeah, totally. It's, this oh, business man. and this so life scary. are filled with drunk dads. It's so or, many drunk dads. Or borderline personality right. types right. that when they give you their love and their attention, it makes up for all the bores on the floor. And we've right done away. it. Right. That's we've true. done it. That's so true. Uh, yeah. Um, I was just <laughs> thinking, like, litigiously uh, speaking, he always says, <laughs> like, really some good. word wrong. Maybe uh, um, business ac- acumen <laughs> could be something that... Um, that dude's hilarious. Is I think he's like oh, six seven. He and so what is him. the his his main dude that he hangs out with? Uh, oh Tom. Tom. Those on, two. Greg. I feel like. Greg, <laughs> I feel like those. The... You gotta eat the bird. I can't do him <laughs> as well. That, uh, they're my favorite thing on television at the moment. Yeah. I do, like if they dude, did a side moment, show, this I would is just me too. I would watch that. Every time you pitch a show, you go rich characters. Yeah. <laughs> and it almost never. There almost never, never are rich real characters, rich characters, yeah. unless you're like. Any one of these people, right. if they were like, next season's just about Roman, I'd be right. like, fine. Yeah, okay, I'm in. Yeah, it's or so, Shiv or any of them. Oh my gosh. Best show ever. It's true, because every, 
every angle you look at that story, like it's from the outsider looking in, you're kind of like, nobody would sit through that kind of abuse. But then you see that they are smarter than that, but they also like hate themselves for that's being right. part of it. It's really, yeah. But really that is one of the things I think one of the reasons why creative people can write good shows about politics yeah. um, and Mad Men was about advertising, but it's actually about show business in yeah, my opinion. Like me too. And I think Succession has these echoes of showbiz, yeah. and I'm wondering what your experience. Like, there are times when you have to, because you are a working musician. Yeah, there have to have been times in your career where you were like, uh, "I'm gonna eat some boar on the floor," <laughs> because that's oh, what's being asked. Comedian. Sure. That's what for crashing sure. was. It was like, look at all the boar on the floor. We all have to eat. Not it's just true. me. I'm not special. Which I'm a fan of the show, by the way. Thank it's you. Great. Well, tell me about yeah. your experience as a musician and you, the boar that you ate off the floor. Oh, there's a lot of. Um, initially, when I, I started pretty young, I started 15. Yeah, about 15 years old. What? Um, maybe 14. Yeah, in Chicago? Old. In Chicago. Get still still from there. Um, and in order to play at the club that was nearby that I like would go to all these shows at, in order to actually play my music there. Like I had to clean their toilets for a couple Are months, like fucking... volunteer. That was the only volunteering, and they didn't make me, but it was very much like you can help do this. And so that was my first, and then I got my first show there, and it was I'm like I earned this. I <laughs> this is my board on the like floor. The age that you did that, yeah. I was grateful because one of the I say this a bunch because I'm 40 and I just love spewing dumb ideas in March. In so, March, oh, I'm happy pretty belated, happy half year. Into oh, it. Shit. Birthday. Don't say that. Sorry. I'm just kidding. I don't care. I love being old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the idea that there's no induction rights, there's no like becoming, yeah. uh, especially for boys, it can be hard for us to have identity. So it's weird that I sort of agree with the uh, old person right. idea that like having to lower your head to get into something that you want to do is yeah. sort of missing. It, it kind of um, from modern you, life. Oh, absolutely. You and tweet and you're a celebrity, and it's like I'm a big deal, and it's like <laughs> clean the toilet, <laughs> clean, clean right? Several bore on the floor. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Eat you some be, bore on the eat floor. Some bore on the floor. Um, <laughs> the there's a book Richard Rohr's. Oh my Adam's. god, that's a first. That is a first. I. I love I love music. We're sitting next. There's yes and Richard Rose. Do you know about, what is this book. book about initiation, like male initiation, falling upward? No, no. Uh, Adam's return. Oh, Adam's return. Yeah, I read it a few years ago, and it was about exactly that. How culturally, all over the world, there's the the, the idea of a male initiation just doesn't exist. Right. It's not like we we sort of. Women just don't have can't that. Get away from it. Can't get of away from it. Exactly. Not to say that every woman out there needs to feel like they belong and they have an identity. Right. They just have a. At least there's a starting place. Yeah. Someone, even the worst parent, not the worst, but even yeah. a not that great parent, when menstruation happens, they know. They go like, "You are a woman. Right. This right. is this is what's happening. You can make a baby now. Totally. Hopefully, it breaks my heart to think that there's, I'm sure, millions of people that don't even get that. Absolutely. But most people, um, I'd like to think a majority of people at least have some induction into womanhood because of the For sure. body works. And if, if men don't have that, don't I used have to it. remember thinking like a wet dream. I'm, I'm not even trying to be kind of funny. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "That's when I'll be a man," and <laughs> right. sleeping on my stomach and. Reading the Sears we'll catalog Richard, before that bed. Initiation happens. You would a get different. He yeah, we it. induct ourselves sometimes several times <laughs> right. a day. Huh? And that's what you do. You got to get in there. Huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh my gosh! But you were saying, oh no, Adam's it's, return is. Uh, it, it, it's all about that, and I, I thought it was interesting that it, his point was that it basically 
child like having having a kid is is most of the time the first like death to self in terms of your time and energy yeah. that you're giving for some some other greater That's good. What, it, it was that your experience because I oh, completely yeah, agree with absolutely. that. Absolutely. And I think getting married too was it was a version of that and because um, oh can I drop some yeah, roar on you cuz yeah, I think please, you're going to like please it. Drop I'm so some sorry roar. I interrupted you. <laughs> no. I just feel like you're going to enjoy this. Yeah. Um Richie says that we all come to God or truth or ultimate reality yeah. through great love and great suffering. But the definition for suffering for him is just not getting your way. It doesn't mean uh, you're going like or right. growling right, right. or grinding your teeth. It just means not getting your way. So in that sense, he's like, that's why so many of the major religions point towards committed relationships. Not this is where the joke would be because they make you suffer. <laughs> Am I right? Shut up, you stupid. You know, like that's not what he's talking about. He's right, talking right, right. about laying down your will. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if it's just a micro a mini compromise. Yeah. Even if it's just your yeah. wife wants to do something right. fun and you do it. Yeah. Like that's not getting your way and that actually helps us die to the theocracy or the or just the kingship right. of yourself absolutely and that's a beautiful way to come to something large it is yeah. it is i totally I, but I, that was my experience too with um so we have a, a five-year-old her name's lily and uh, a three-year-old named iris and um it, the the universal shift of these people exist because of us and all i want to do is make sure they're okay like that's such a that's because even even getting married you know of course with with your 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 loved one you want to make sure life is good for them right, as well but right. it's different cuz life depends like if you do a bad job at a parent being a parent it, there's some deep ramifications right deep ramifications so, as opposed to even you were saying like a bad show you just sort of eat it yeah yeah you sort of eat sure. it and maybe have some twix sure. in the mini bar <laughs> some twix and you sleep and there were like, no twix there's something really and i see this a lot with my people comedians mm-hmm. that we don't and it's not for everybody. I'm not even selling it. But if if it's not children or some or a dog or yeah. a fucking parrot or yeah. a comedian, another comedian that you mentor would be like a great way. You need some. Everybody mm. needs something outside of themselves. But because comedians, yeah. we tour alone. It's only your name on the marquee. It's only your name on the yep. check. Even. It's very tempting. W. Kamau Bell said that to me. He's like, this is why we have so many comedians mm. that are like, if my Xbox had a pussy, I'd be all set. And he's talking about just that that self-serving, right, Uroboros right. eating snake tail machine that's right. not healthy for, your, I'm going to say, your soul. It's not great no, for who you are. I agree with that. So you clean some toys. <laughs> clean some toilets. <laughs> clean. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the other What was the club? Him. It was called True Tunes. It was it was in the suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> no Z. It was with an S. No Z. I feel they like were they eventually became very kind and supportive of of my my very young music. Um, I don't know if the toilet was it unkind. I wonder. No, it wasn't unkind. It was um, letting like they're not going to have me play songs for. I, I didn't earn that, you know. I, like so I, I don't even think I had a recording at that time, so it was just kind of like. Hey, so uh, it was great. Can I play? <laughs> I mean, like. I, I think of stories of monks with students that won't yep. even teach them anything for three years. Like, wow. I love stories like that. And yeah. they go like, I've been sweeping the temple for three years. Yeah, Will yeah, you yeah. please start teaching me? And the punchline is always, I've been teaching you this whole, whole time. time. Like, totally. It, and they're they're teaching you by their by how they are right. in the world. Right. And if you can sweep a floor, that's Richie Rohr, too. He's like, if oh, you can accept sure. any object or task 
it will convert you. If you completely forgive it, yeah. I'm sweeping a floor, but you to, forgive it and you do it. He's, is, is it Richard that said um, how you do anything. anything is how you do everything? That's it. That's that messes with me on a daily level. Like that, that quote is, is Ryan, constantly playing in my mind. Me. I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. This is how I'm doing everything. I think Richard would be like, I wish it wasn't panic. Oh. <laughs> I like, I think he would rather us not hate ourselves. Mm. But I, I say this all the time on the podcast. When I brush my teeth, I catch myself just trying to get through it. Yeah. I'm like, this is it. But to make another example, it could it could just be making a sandwich, or even yeah. when I ate that food, I, I really just shoveled it in. Yeah, what is the harm of taking the forty five seconds to just eat it and taste it and are, enjoy it? Are you are you good at that? Are you are you doing well with? I mean, it sounds like you're That's a generous you're, question. You're working on. That. I am working I, on it. I said to Val the I'm other day, I was like, it. my level of what my, what I consider unconscious when I'm being unconscious is still way more conscious than what my base level for unconscious used to be. I see, okay. So my unconscious is now what I used to consider fairly conscious. Because oh, okay. even you noticing like, oh no, that's it. Mm-hmm. You re- I think that's true. You that's realizing true. that you're not mm. doing anything like you do everything. That's true. Is the reminder. Ugh. That's Sharon Salzberg. It's the coming back. Yeah. It's when you're meditating and you realize that you haven't been... You've been thinking about like the plot of Succession, then so, <laughs> you come back. But she's like, it is that coming back, right? That it, that's what meditating is. It's practicing. I have been returning. trying to practice returning <laughs> in uh, meditation for like a good three or four years, and my body genuinely. I, I I do a lot of antsy getting energy out when I'm sitting in one place. Yeah. But if I sit and just try to breathe deep and um, close my eyes, I, I love that Headspace app. It's one of my one of my favorite yeah. things. But my body thinks that i'm supposed to fall asleep like it always it like my, like you, you can feel the different parts of me just shutting down and not in a meditative way but just in like well i guess we're going to bed yeah and i'm trying to reverse that um because i would i would really like to uh experience like it actually being a i don't know a, a, a moment of a calm in, in a, you mean meditating yeah meditating in general we I, I i missed the problem what is the problem you feel like you're falling asleep oh, i just fall asleep during it i oh. can't do it I don't know. Unless meditating is sleeping or napping, then I'm really I'm I'm great. You're a master. I do it like ten hours a night. (laughs) Exactly. What if it was? There's some meditation ten hours. No, dude. (laughs) Dude, did you? I got seven last night, and I am ready to pick you up (laughs) and take you to a coffee shop on my back. Seven is seven's great. It's amazing. Have you, um, with your little one, have, has, how, how has sleeping been going? Well, she's sort of, we, uh, this is so tricky because Leela, Leela. So you have a Lily and we have a Leela and you have an Iris and we will have an Isla. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'll hold Uh, you to that. (laughs) We'll come back. I post on Facebook. Welcome to the world, baby. Whatever. And you're like, Isla. Wait a second. You said, well, we I, recorded it. It's controversial because parent, other parents, the way you parent is very sensitive to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. So, for example, with sleep training, sleep training, by the way, is just um, letting your baby cry. Yeah. Uh, not, not really. You check in, you open the door, and you go, it's okay, but you don't pick them up. Right. And um, Val and I, Lee is a little over a year, the whole time we've been dreading and postponing the idea of sleep training. Mm. And there's some parents listening right now that are just like, you got to do it. <laughs> right, Give them the tools they need. <laughs> but we were really dragging our feet because there's always a reason <clears throat> she's teething or we were traveling 
or she had a bad day or, you know, she needs a cigarette. I don't know. Like, there's like all these reasons to not do it. Yeah. It's like when you want to break up with somebody, but you're like, it's Christmas in two months. It's her birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've been putting it off. Okay. And then Val's therapist w- gave her the other perspective, which we hadn't even heard, which was um, sleep training, which I understand. So you have to be careful here. Yeah. It's great for a lot of people. It's really great. And might might be the absolute best choice. Yeah. I'm not sure. But her therapist was like, the idea of sleep training is you're giving them the tools that they need to self-soothe. And she, the therapist was like, but she doesn't have them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was her counterpoint. She was like, pretty great. The baby yeah. doesn't have them. Yeah. She was like, the baby uses the parent as their nervous system right you are there you are them i mean they mirror them totally when they're sad you should kind of emote sad for them because they need help doing everything so she's like when they're screaming in their crib this is my therapist val's therapist when when uh Mm. they're screaming in the crib and you don't get them or you just open the door and say it's okay she said don't hold me to it she said, you're teaching them that their voice doesn't do anything. So mm. she kind of sees it that they're giving up. Right. That the baby right. isn't soothing itself so oh. much as it's going, I live in a world where I scream and nothing, nothing happens. Nothing happens. No. So Val, this, this, this I know this so coincides sad. with Val and I. That's I's a childhood wound. Very. <laughs> Deep one. We're so weak. Yeah. I can't. We can't. Same. It's right. Yeah, oh, I'm we, glad. We, can, we we tried, and again, uh, like I, a lot of our friends have had really wonderful experiences with that, and their their kids are older and great. Like it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't a childhood wound. But I, I, I can't, I can't do it. The I screaming, it. the screaming. It's too. That's what my father said. He was like, the hardest part was listening to you cry. <laughs> it was like, oh, no. yeah, could have used some help. Right. If I could speak English, I would have said, right. "Help!" Hey, that's what a baby's saying. Help! Help! And you just come in. It's okay. It's not okay. I have poop in my pants. I can't find my puppy. It's fine, little chicken. It's fine. Help! So anyway, people are changing how they're parenting. You listening to cry. this. Podcast not by professionals, <laughs> but I, I can't. I think we're doing a, a service. I think we're doing good work. I talked to another guy who was like Rye Method. I had a joke about him. He's doing the Rye Method, which okay. is where you treat your baby like a grown up. Like the big thing, oh, you don't yeah. overpraise them. You don't. You don't really praise them. So, and then he was like, "We didn't sleep train because everyone has abandonment issues, and we think that starts when you're yeah. a baby." And I was like, "This from the Rye Method guy." Yeah, that's, so it's wow. not just like bleeding heart, right? Right, right, right. Uh, softies like Val mm-hmm. and I, even he was doing it. Yeah, that's interesting. There are so many. I mean, we we did the the baby led weaning, which is like where you give them. Do you know about this? No. So instead of like baby food, you give them like a whole food. So like a, a piece of an apple, you know, not small enough to choke on, but like yeah. just to kind of get used to the textures and stuff. But that was that was very uh, it was very terrifying to anybody around us that doesn't do that because like are you trying to kill your child oh, <laughs> we're just wow. handing, handing our age? baby's food uh i think about a year yeah we've just been doing that i didn't know that was a thing but we did i think it's that the reason we did it was because it felt intuitive it felt like <laughs> that's yeah. what i, I ordered mean, the big mac i mean we'll wrap up that. the baby talk because i know not everybody has a baby so this might be dull i'm just <laughs> worried that someone's like i'm out there fucking dude like they don't care about this but yeah we're just doing what feels natural. That's what, yeah. And if you're paying attention, it actually does go back to awareness. And I'm really just trying to be present with the yeah. baby. There's a lot of intel coming off a baby. Like totally. you can see it and just be like, it's a baby. Or you can be like, 
Oh, wow. Look at... She's responding to that sweet potato. So many systems at play. They're, it's fucking yeah, nuts. It is, so let's talk a little about the Inia. The, the Inia. The I like gram. that. Uh-huh. You found it from Richie? Yeah. So actually, that's not true. You uh, explain it because I'm not good at explaining it. I'm going to eat this oh, bagel and people explain hate the Enneagram? Here. Here's, I'll bite the bagel on the mic, but I won't chew it on the mic. <laughs> Isn't that called something? Don't people listen to like textural sounds? Oh, I get a tweet about it. <laughs> I don't know what episode I ate on Mike, Katie, but I still get tweets about that episode. Like, I can't. Like people... It already happened. <laughs> okay, it's not yeah. ASMR. Okay, because that's like. It's like... called like squisha, squishophobia. Oh, oh, I didn't know about that. That's very scary. <laughs> I didn't know, but the, that probably works in reverse where people like are. Don't make me talk. Like I'm Jewish. <laughs> okay, so the Enneagram. I was, uh, I, I was introduced to the Enneagram um, from a friend and author, uh, Chris Hewart, about eight years ago, seven years ago. Um, if you don't know what it is, it's a, it's a typology of uh, – it's nobody really knows exactly where it came from, but the idea is that people are one of nine types. You have a dominant type and uh, one through nine, and uh, – some people disagree on if you are born with that wiring inside you, your personality is already kind of hardwired and other people believe that you grow into it or it's related to a, a deep childhood wound. <laughs> like your yeah. parents don't, don't respond. Right. When you're crying. <laughs> right. Wait, I shouldn't do that. The door is open. <laughs> Everything's fine. It was a bit. It's just a bit. They know the oh language. Oh, it was a bit. <laughs> no problem here. They're dialing nine one one, but not hitting send. Oh, it was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so um hearing about it it's it's unclear if it's nature or nurture yeah nobody nobody totally knows and no honestly the origin of it if you've ever seen like the the little symbol for it it's 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 very pentagramish looking thing so people get nervous about that and i always say it's not scientology because people get real nervous when you they have do. You know, i have a personality test and they're like they're do like, i have to hold two cans while i do <laughs> yeah. it one drop of blood will yeah. tell us everything we need. yeah um you came from a volcano but i i was very scared I would. I was. I really love Chris, but I was really dismissive in my head. Like as he was telling us, uh, my wife and I, he he stayed with us for like a speaking thing he was doing in town. And so he's like, "Have you ever heard of the Enneagram?" Which is the start of you know a long night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "Oh, it's the personality I'm test like, oh, of personality. can I tell you about my Lord and Savior?" <laughs> it totally is. No, uh, and I was I was just like, "All right, people are." People are incredibly complex. Of course, we want to understand. Of course, we want it to just be nine types. Like that's insane. Right. Um, but as he was it's kind the same of walking through, have with astrology, it's like yeah, what are the chances? Yeah, we just want we want to be known and Except we want to understand a, each other. With astrology, though, they say you were born at this time and you're probably this way. Although I've had some success. It's I can't. Is it work? I've done very little. Like it's the tiger repelling rock okay. again. Right. I go. I am stubborn. <laughs> right. Right. And right. Right. If right. I told you you were stubborn, would you? And there's moments of the Enneagram that are kind of like that, too, where you're yeah. like, you're very motivated. It's like, oh, wait, I don't you know. You see what you want. Yeah, of course. And then it, sometimes it's like, if you're unhealthy, you're not motivated. You're like, oh, wait a second. That's all people. Right, right. It's not a type. But so he, he kind of went through one through nine and was explaining kind of like the, the general gist of the, the types. And it was a nice conversation. But months later, I just couldn't get that language, that vocabulary out of my mind. And it just started making sense of parts of my marriage it started to become this really beautiful like shorthand in emotionally understanding my wife and 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 vice versa she had actually already heard of it but hadn't done too much look into it 
Um, and uh, so it just kind of echoed through, like, like it just started making sense of friendships and relationships that had either been really wonderful or difficult. It just uh, all of a sudden it just kind of followed me uh, around, and um, I, I decided it would be really fun to kind of dig in deeper and write some songs. But I got to go uh, study under Richard Rohr for for a couple of days. It was like what? a small retreat of maybe maybe ten twelve people, and um, he he taught the Enneagram. You snorted too. a gram with Richard. I snorted Rohr? one gram. <laughs> With roar, enneagram. <laughs> We're gonna do a gram, enneagram, a key bump of a two. Uh, and uh, you yeah. studied with him. Yeah, I mean that sounds way cooler than uh, only to it, us. It was. It Everyone was else special. is like, you went and studied you with a Franciscan a personality test. Lame. Cool. <laughs> to me, I'm like, super cool. Wow. But and you went with a small group. I did. It was a small group, and it was really beautiful to hear him kind of just talking uh, like an hour per type on like. Yeah. Where that comes from? What does that mean? What is what does a type three look like when they're at their absolute best? What does it look like when they're not? And yeah, I it's I feel like it's a, just a really beautiful tool for empathy. Well, That's- I completely agree. Roar talks about like if you just know it as like a cursory thing if you yeah. just know a little bit about the different types then he's like then it's just a parlor game oh it totally is everything's can, about the caricature of each time like oh that's exactly. so funny you're a three you you must get a lot of stuff done you know right. like it's so just dis- but if you know, go discount. in deep it can actually be incredible like when i found out yeah. i gave my mom the test and found out she was a six okay i thought she was a, a six is the most people are sixes we'll just kind of cover this a little bit that's not, that's untrue is it that is, it's a, well nobody knows any of this stuff tell me <laughs> tell me that, i think that in the 80s roar said most people are sixes i think that that's true um i've heard the argument that it might have appeared that way because a lot of it was studied in groups of people that kind of gravitated towards uh, sickness. Like people were looking for security. And so there were happened to be a lot of sixes that were at the time early interested in. Interesting. Um, But I uh, like even so as I wrote these songs, because I wrote a song for each of the nine types um, and on each song, I wanted like my guest band or my guest musicians to actually be the type that I'm writing about. So type one has only type one musician. This is how you did it. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. Cause when I listened to sleeping at last, I was like, this Sleep no is... more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> when I put on the mask and went in the haunted elevator in New York. Yeah, exactly. Um, that would be great if I – that's what I did. It has nothing to do with songs. You just reached out to the wrong dude. Like, I started this I could mansion. I was actually just thinking about like, that. Why is he talking about the Enneagram so much? I, want, I, I forget which way it went if I was trying to book BJ Novak or my friend Brady Novak, but I texted the wrong one, and then I just went with it. So I've adapted before. It's, it, it can work. That's a good But technique. the album is absolutely – magic like it's oh, pure magic that's, really that's the only word for it it's it's a real masterpiece uh people that listen to the show know that i'm not even like a huge music person i only say that to say that like if something like this can crack through i think it can crack through yeah. anybody i'm not just like a wow it's in time and there's harmonies <laughs> i like music right, right i put it on and i was like this is beautiful it can be haunting it can be oh devastating if you listen if you're a three and you listen to the three song in a beautiful way so heartbreaking and Mm. heart opening and heart expanding and also ultimately redemptive because yeah roar uh talks about how and this is how i tell people to do the enneagram i was like it's like a roast it's gonna roast you it is because it starts in a really negative it's very negative it's the first thing and chris the the gentleman who introduced me to this um he was sort of the way he explained how you figure out your type was read a little bit about each type and whichever one hurts the most is likely 
yours. Wow. And I was like, well, that sucks. It's a self-roast. <laughs> why, would, why would we do that? The Comedy Central yeah. roast of you. It's just yeah. a mirror. And I think that actually, for me, that's kind of what, that's what gave it a little bit more credibility. Because I do feel like a lot of personality testing and... Not to not to crap on any any other uh, typologies, but for this, it felt almost like it accounted for the whole experience of being a person, not right. just for you know like how you are to friends or how you are at work or whatever. And the test sort of tricks you. I think it, it does, does a good job tricking you <clears throat> because anybody that's taken a Cosmo test in a waiting room at a doctor's yeah. office where you were excited about some airbrushed legs, because <laughs> <laughs> legs. you were fifteen, <laughs> right, waiting for your mom. <laughs> Listen. What I'm saying is if you've taken a Cosmo test, we all know that we're answering how we want right. to come off. But right. the, the test is pretty good at boring you to the point where you wilt. Yes. And then you start answering pretty honestly. Yes, like it, the, it really the, the does. Military it's true. People. And the tests for the Enneagram specifically are also interesting, too. It, as Chris pointed out, that the tests themselves, some of them can be helpful in at least narrowing down which of the nine types you might kind of gravitate towards or right. which, which ones you might you know kind of – the the, the the front runners of your of your type, but if you aren't that self aware, it actually is not helpful at all because you might learn you might think that oh, you're you one type and very... then you're just going on that path for years. If you're interested in the Enneagram, you're digging deep and realizing like, you know, ten years later, like, oh I'm actually an yeah. eight. <laughs> I had a friend who his wife took the test and it came out a certain way and he was very Felt very strongly that that wasn't this is just wrong, which so is they, like the any is like a it's a enneagram party foul <laughs> to be like, oh cool, you're you're that type, you're definitely not. Right, this is who you are. Right, <laughs> but they they they're married and they're very, the they love each other and they did it again yeah. with him. Yeah. So when I did it with my mom, I don't think this. Is, by the way, anybody interested, and I recommend it. You can take it yeah. at the enneagram e n n e a a r a m institute is one of them. For sure, I recommend that one. I think it's like. A little bit of money, but yeah, there's like a more in-depth one for a little bit of money. It's yeah. a, it's, I, it's it's worth it. I it's think. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's if, just if you're interested knowing in that. yourself. Yeah. Anyway, but you gotta um, pay for that. <laughs> they took it uh, when I took it with my mom because I can't speak to what they did, but with my mom, there were moments where I was like, really? Yeah. You, let's let's ask that question one more time. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's or you just one. help yeah. them remember themselves, right? Like, right, mom. Um, I do think you like getting your way or whatever. Right, but right, I was right, saying, right. so six, and I don't, I'm don't. i going to paint with a broad brush because I'm not an expert, but the six tend to be a little bit motivated by fear. Yes. And Okay, so that sounds that. like I could – now I have one up on my mom. It actually cracked my heart open for my mom because I thought exactly she was right. – the four is the individualist. My mom dyes her hair pink and yellow and like fun old lady colors yeah. in the front, and she's always wearing chunky jewelry and weird shit and yeah. – and, uh, she stands out. Like she came to Leela's birthday party and she goes around and says, I'm Pete's mom. And they're like, what's your name? And she goes, Pete's mom. Like she does bits. And <laughs> so great. she's like a funky old lady. Mm-hmm. Like I, I always say like she'd fit in in the West village with a lot of like, she's like a regular at the duplex and she just loves the gay boys. And like, I mm-hmm. could see that life for her. She, that's not her life. <laughs> but anyway, when I, when she took the test, mm-hmm. it was like really six. It was a big six. Really? And I was like, of course, yeah. she's a refugee from yeah. Lithuania whose father died in a mental institution when she was Whoa, 12 and yeah. who basically had like a very, I don't want to get over Sherry about my mom, but she had like a, the feeling of being an outsider her whole life. Oh my gosh. And in, in South Boston, people don't even like right. Chris Rock had that thing, you're racist to other kinds of white people sort of thing. 
So she experienced that, and I was like, of course, and she married my father, who's a three, because above anything, she wants security and stability. Sure. So she'll complain about my dad, and then I started just being like, yeah, but you love it. You love knowing that you don't have to worry. He's not going to go anywhere. You have have food and shelter, and everything's taken care of. So instead of me going like, ha ha, I get you, I was like, oh, no, my heart sort of Open. That's exactly it. The, yeah. the the heart opening or the heartbreaking is. It was a break open. It, 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 yeah, it, it I've both. had that experience too. And even in writing, so with each of the songs, I really deeply wanted to not just write a definition of the type or like, I don't know. There's so many ways that you, you could can close it, Katie. It's okay. You could make it not interesting and not empathetic, and uh, there's you could just give information in the song. And I really yeah. I wanted to. Research and learn as much as I could. Well, the and three song, for example, could have just been like, got my briefcase, got my espresso, gonna go down to the meeting, gonna do a good job, and I'm planning and I'm thinking. Like, that is nonsense. That's a great writing. What by you the way. thank you. What you <laughs> I will re record that. Was, yeah, you can, you can sample that. It's called sampling. What you did is you wrote a song from the broken perspective of the person. Yeah. Which yeah. is insane. That's why when I listen to the record, I'm like, Every song is is like it was written oh. by another person. Tell me about that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Process. So, uh, well, when so I announced that I was going to write these songs. I, I it's part of a longer series called Atlas, which I I love to just uh, like I I love I grew up wait being kind of in love with sleeping concept albums. Atlas sleeping sleeping at last. Atlas. Yeah, there I didn't realize that until I named it and <laughs> deal with it. But I love it. You're clever. I like it. You're it's, more I clever just, than I you just do. love those those letters. Yeah. <laughs> 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 really passionate about those particular letters. Um, so when I announced it, 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 it kind of fit into this overarching concept of like, who are we? And it's this Atlas is 25 songs as, as, as part of this chapter. And um, it's sort of all circling around involuntary human development. It's kind of what we're given. And the Enneagram kind of fit perfectly into this unusually, like some people are on the fence of that you're born with that wiring and other people. And I thought that's kind of a, a, an interesting way to end thematically to end this like involuntary human development set of songs. And so um, I didn't really think too much about it other than I love the Enneagram and I want to learn a bunch. Uh, but when I started writing it and kind of recognized through different folks that were interested in the Enneagram, like they were kind of, they were, it was just, I just knew that I needed to get it right. I really deeply wanted to get it right and mm. not um, misunderstand or not. It's, 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 a, it's like doing an impression. It is. Worse. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, not just doing a silly voice. You have to be like, this is how, what I think about in the shower. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, ex- and tell people. Yeah. Or, or worse, it's what I th- think about in the middle of my sleep. Like yeah. My yeah. biggest fear is this. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I wanted to, I don't know, I wanted to open up my heart to like actually i couldn't you said the word you know your heart kind of broke open for your mom that was my experience with every type Beautiful. is that's when i knew that i was able to like try to write the you words you can hear to it, it in the I, music oh, it's empathy you. compassion to music it's oh, incredible it was it thank you it's so one much. of the most is, remarkable things i've ever heard that means and so I'm, much. I'm, i actually just got a little emotional just think about it and i was inter- interviewing these other guys Rhett and link that had listened to it yeah. and we were like we can't listen to oh. our song Unless you want to, but it's not like a mm. throw on sleeping at last. <laughs> Maybe the other music, numbers, yeah. the other numbers, I don't have a problem. But if you put on your number, I I was going to Jeremiah Watkins. I did his podcast, and it was the silliest two hours of my life. But when I got there early, I listened to my song 
for the first time in the car oh. and just had a good cry. Oh, really? And Thank that you. is one of the greatest gifts you can give somebody when you see yourself, but you realize if you're seeing yourself in someone else's work, that means someone else saw you. Oh, and you're my just gosh. like, oh, I'm not alone. That's yeah. why if you take the test not just to know, but to know which track <laughs> to listen to alone in your car. Yeah. Because it's you. a gift. It's, oh, a, it's like a blanket. It's like being wrapped in a blanket. Thank That's you for saying Seriously, is. that is that means a whole lot coming And from the you. songs that are about the whole the, the, the bookends other... of the songs yeah. are also incredible Thank and you. for everybody. But Thank um, you very much. So do, uh, I'm sorry, were you saying something I just No, not at all. Um, it, writing three was actually <laughs> it was a hard one. So my wife's a three. Three is the that. achiever. Three's the achiever. Donald Draper is a three. Yep. My dad. <laughs> as <laughs> Donald if he, as if he's dad. a t- as if he's a thing. You know, my dad, he's a three. <laughs> like, oh, okay, three. Is it uh, politicians are threes? Bill they can uh, be. Bill I think Clinton that they just is a three. I they're think. they're a, of kind of a you know just powerhouses of of. That's the they part read I the don't. Room. The part that I, sorry, yeah, the part that yeah. I don't relate to at the three is there. Uh, Richard was talking about it, and he was like, "They're the ones that are." gonna work that 18 hour day mm. and i'm like ha! <laughs> i'm like i work i'm gonna say very well i was gonna say brilliant yeah but i don't want to sound cocky. you can say that i'll work I, brilliantly I that. for 45 minutes yeah. and then it's like i before you got here i wrote a script you really 15 minutes it's, it's only a six page script that's amazing boom there it is send it out done for the day but i don't work 18 hours wow so okay i think they're well i i now that you said that wow now i really feel like i was fishing no no i was fishing for some love no. but i'm just saying i don't relate when he's like they're the planners they're the briefcase they're the they're early they're the high energy yeah let's break this down i'm not that guy i know people that are like that yeah for sure and i think i mean at least for my wife i know that it is this it's a it's almost like a if you walk into a room you can actually do this through any of the enneagram types like when a three walks into like a a party they they are reading the room they understand who's who they understand how to be appropriate in that setting they understand who the you know the the, the host is they understand what gift to bring to the yeah. like they they've thought through all that stuff in yeah. in ways that a lot of other people that might not that serves me as a performer i did a show last yeah. night and it was it was maybe half filled mm-hmm. and it was a small room and the comedian mm-hmm. before me was excellent, um, but I would – this is where the Enneagram gets nasty or potentially bad is that I was like, I would wager she wasn't a three. That That's not helpful. <laughs> right. You, you can use – like anything, you can – For evil. Screw it up. Which is why yeah. they used to not teach the Enneagram. Right. I love that part of yes, it. Yes, yes. It used to be secret, secret knowledge. Which is also kind of <laughs> – I, 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 I've said this a few times where I feel like – if you look at the Enneagram, if you look at anything beautiful, even if it's not the whole truth, if it's just like this this gem that we get to play around with and like an understanding of ourselves, or even if it's a faith thing or a religious thing, uh, we can't help but Use like, it for break evil. it. Yeah, we just can't help it's but Lord like, of the throw Rings. it on the ground. We're like, wow. Hey, how is... often does Lord of the Rings come? Oh, my it's gosh. the ring of power. It and is. If they the give you the power, power of, of the Enneagram, you got to give it to a hobbit. Yep. You can, you, Man you will can wield that power. One yeah. does not just walk into the Enneagram. <laughs> It's true. One does not just simply walk, whatever the meme is. But I, the reason I say that even if they were a three, they weren't acting very three, was because they were being very, very loud and high energy. Mm. And and then when I walked out, that is one of my, that night, I've been wrong as much as I've been right. But that night I was like, this is a slow one. And and it really worked. And I feel like performers, of all numbers, benefit from reading the room but i being with val she's helped me 
identify that as a skill that that's a that gift. Yeah, it is a gift for sure. I don't always have it. Yeah, but when well, I'm that's why you say like when you're functioning well yeah when you are uh, on your your high side or your your healthiest right you show off the the kind of the superpowers of right. your of yourself or your type and now that i'm saying that when i am i call it manic when i'm manic or just like yeah. lit up in yeah. my brain i am very uh structured yeah like i want to tell people how to do something and right make it work and this is how it's going to pay off and like we're going to turn this into a product yeah. I had that with my friend. Do you know Rob? Rob Bell. So I, we've met once, and actually, I think that that's where you and I had met one time, very briefly, oh, really? at his house. Oh, I wow! I was with it's always Michael Dunger. Yeah, and um, we had had like a little a little breakfast, and I think you came in at the end. And um, this was in Laguna. Said, oh. Yeah, this is a long yeah, while, a while ago. ago. Yeah. Well, Rob is a seven, and a seven yeah. is an enthusiast. My archetypal seven—I don't even know if he is a seven—but like Steve Jobs seems like yeah. a seven to me. Mm-hmm. These guys that are just like, we can put a million songs in your pocket. <laughs> we can do it. Imagine, right. and they're very fun to be around because yes. they love you and they and they really get excited. If I could choose any number to be, I would want You'd to want be, to be a, a seven? seven. I'm a nine, which is my wife not is a nine. That, uh, and the nine, Richard's hard on the nine. He's a little hard on the nine. He, but can I? With Rob, who's a seven, yeah, I kept saying my three is showing because he knows the Enneagram. <laughs> right. And I was just like, I'm sorry, but like he was talking about being on a tour, he wouldn't mind me saying. And he was wrapping up the tour. And I like to think I'm a converted three, which means I'm self-aware and totally. conscious in my yeah. threeness. So I was like, look, my three is flaring up right now. I said very calmly. Yeah. Back in the day, I might have just gone on a manic tear. <laughs> right. But I was like, if you'd like, I have some thoughts <laughs> on how you can basically monetize what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, very p- calmly, I was like, I don't understand. Right. If you have two hours of content in a live show that's amazing, why wouldn't you sell that? To threes, I go around a lot of the time just not understanding why <laughs> right. so many people I know have something. I sound like Tony Robbins, who's a three. Is that you three? could, yeah. I think so, that could yeah. be turned into money. You need money. Right. <laughs> you need money. You yeah. could sell it. Why wouldn't you sell it? And then beautiful sevens and fives, Gungers of and five. Fours. Michael's sort of yeah. like that, too. Yeah. He's not really about that, just the product being a commercial success. Yeah. Threes can get pretty f- uh, inwardly frustrating if we don't check ourselves before we right. wreck ourselves. Because I'm like, you fool. You like missed I just, opportunity. Yeah. Literally missed opportunity oh, is the problem. I think about the Joker, the pile of money that he burns in the dark night. I think, <laughs> about, think that about that for my friends. Oh, my I've been tempted <laughs> to send them the gift of the Joker burning the money and saying, you not oh. following my advice. Not to Rob because yeah. he's fucking next level. Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah, my yeah. teacher. But I have friends that are like more peers, more at my level. And I'm like, I don't understand. I told you what to do. I, I have I have a little bit of that, too. And as a nine, I, I always like, even with my music, I, I, I guess when I was a kid, I would write it just for me. And it is so personal and intimate to me, but like, I'm, I'm also like, I want to, if I put work into it, I would like to share it. Like there's like, it's going to be released, you know, I'm not going to, but I have so many artist friends. I thought it, you have to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, this is how this works. This is it. That's that's the math. It was in my head. Now it has to be in yours. (laughs) Which I think, I think there's some beauty in that, but I, I, I am inspired by the idea of like, 
ice castles or, or ice sculptures and sand castles where it's like you build something that's very temporary and it goes away. Yeah. Like the, the amount of time and effort that, it put, that you would put. I would turn something. that into an ice sculpture expo. Yeah, and it's, and it's and thirty five dollars for VIP. Building, yeah, exactly. You want to see it before it melts? Thirty five. <laughs> While it's melting, twenty. If you want to see some water that is new water, yeah, it's still fifteen. <laughs> you want to see new water? I would go. I would go to that. <laughs> the so, new water expo. Yeah, the new water expo. But that is my. Also, that's the 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 sin is what Richard would say the flaw or the downside right. or the dark side. Of the three, and this was very challenging, is is uh, that we put product before people, and that is right. troubling. Right, and uh, there's yeah. a there's a relationship with shame too with the type three that is of course not a fun thing to talk about. I love it. My wife had a very hard time with me writing the three songs. So I'm in in our house trying to you know trying out all sorts of ideas and lyrics, and so she's kind of overhearing it, and. Um, it was it was a difficult process because I think that she she sort of needed to, like I, I sort of needed to hide that I was writing it until and I don't think she heard the song until it was out for a few months and oh, kind of wow. needed time like separately away from like being my partner and giving me encouragement because I don't I don't actually want real honest criticism. Dude, <laughs> I'm that way too. I really I'm don't. Like, but I'll, I'll be I'm honest. Sad I'll tell that people, I don't. I'll be like, I want it. Just there's a time for it. Right. But I need to really believe in it, and then I go. Now you right. can shoot a hole in this. That's but how if I it's feel. A, if it's at the beginning, oh, yeah, I've been in writers' rooms, my own shows, and other people's shows, where I'm like, there's a person in the writers' room whose sole purpose is to go. They did it on Community. Oh no! And it's like, yeah. Okay, the, the let naysayer. us talk about it. It'll change, <laughs> right? It'll change. It'll get somewhere totally new. Nothing. Right. It just, but let us keep going. Yeah. You are not. You're in the way. Right. Right. Anyone can say why something is a bad idea. Oh, for sure. Especially if it's not out into the wild and finished and complete, you know? Like, yes. Cause, Imagine uh, if you alone were just sitting there and every time you had an idea, you were like, they did it on Parks and Rec. <laughs> right. you'd, you'd never get anything done. You have to go like, okay, yeah, So I guess I there's no, nothing to be written. Can yeah, we, yeah I mean, exactly. Right. That, if I you mean, go down that path, which is the saddest thing in the world. Uh, the, the gentleman that drove today, um, my Uber driver, he... Uh, he said he overheard me having a conversation this morning and was like, Oh, so are, are you a musician? And he, uh, I was like, yeah. He's like, Oh, music. You were tuning a mandolin. <laughs> I, like, I what, am what actually. Give me that impression. <laughs> Practicing. Why do you ask? Turn the radio off, please. <laughs> and then you play. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that he, then he was like, Oh, that's, re- that's really interesting. And I was like, yeah. And I was trying to down, downplay it in general, just cause I'm like, this, it's, it's a, probably a boring conversation for that guy to have. Um, but he's like, music is what, what did he say? It was so beautiful. And it, I, he was kind of saying it about all art. He's like, art is what makes life worth living. Like, and it was this beautiful moment where I'm like, oh, I need to, I need yeah. to remember that. So Wisdom comes all of those out ideas. when you're road hypnotized. <laughs> it's true. Like you really start hearing some deep shit when it's like, I've been driving for a while. Yes, so exactly. I have you, this thought. Here's the yeah, fillet of the conversation. <laughs> I don't need to sugarcoat it. Art it was, is what makes life. It was living. beautiful. I, yes, I was kind of made that. my day. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's wonderful. Cool thing. But uh, if we didn't have, I mean, if we listened to all that naysaying, but you were the, also the saying the ice sculpture thing, like yeah. art. So speaking of people that I wouldn't change for the world, like Rob, and as yep. I was saying, Michael Gunger and Lisa Gunger, mm-hmm. sort of this way. I, I've gotten to the point where I can understand it way better than I used to. Good. There was yeah, a time yeah. where it's like, you need to turn this into a trophy. And I think Michael would love a, a trophy. Like, he's not like anti trophy. Right. 
Uh, he wrote about that in his wonderful book, This, available mm. now about not winning a Grammy. Yeah. Um, but they're pure. They're just a little bit purer than me. I think so. Well, I don't. I don't think no, more I, than I, you. I but I, I feel I that. I, I feel actually like I'm. I'm beginning. I feel like in the last few years, I've been feeling this way where I. I, I love the idea. Like I need to figure out how to practice that. I wrote I wrote a song um, for my for my daughter Lily when she was born, but then I put it out on an album, and I'm like, oh, did I? I it could have been this really beautiful ice sculpture just for her, you yeah. know? That's like only that I, I put just the amount punchline of, of my book is my daughter being born. I don't think that's dirty though. No, I'm I don't like, think so either. It's I would a, it's have a loved parents. They did include me in their way, yeah. but if my dad was a musician or an artist or an author. And they included me. I would have loved it. And also, I would my personality type. I would have been hurt if they didn't include me. Right. It's like not good enough to put out into the world. I, yeah. I've joked that um, I've always had a story idea about a guy who dates a musician, and his whole life is just trying to get her to write a song about him. Okay. Even with my friends that are musicians, I'm always <laughs> right. kind of like, yeah, that's just me. I guess I'm an interesting character study. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe a minor key? You know, like I just want it <laughs> right. so bad. <laughs> right. That's me. That's great, so yeah. I didn't know part of me flared up when you said you wrote a song for your daughter and released it. So uh, that's the thing. I I, I I don't think it's wrong to do that, but I, I, I do think that there is a certain purity and beauty to making something strictly because you felt like making something I and having that. no no sale or no business strategy behind it like yeah. there i want to do and I, my music is is very vulnerable and personal that's what that's that, that's the entire genre of music that i make yeah. and it doesn't work when i when i don't actually mean it um but i i i I also put it on Spotify, you know, like, so there's, there is a, a I mean, monetary who are you value. Talking to? <laughs> I'm the Joker. <laughs> Wait, I'm not the Joker. You don't want to say that these days. <laughs> now that it's a different guy. And I'm not the Heath Ledger Joker, Heath Ledger Joker. Cause he was actually more of a fuck everything. Yes. I was more yeah. of a let's build Wayne tower. <laughs> right. Bruce Wayne is a three. Oh yeah. With a hard so. individual. Yeah, he could be a five. Ooh, He's what pretty... is the five? Five is the, the uh, investigator or the right. researcher Michael would be a five. Michael's a five. Um, yeah. They always talk about it as like the the mind palace. Like they're they're so in their head that yeah. they don't, you know, at their at their worst, maybe don't give themselves to many people. Yeah, my brother is a five, <clears throat> and he's a better example of that. I think, yeah, because yeah. I remember my brother's girlfriend was like, I love John. He's just quiet. He's still as a stone. And I was like, yes. there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> there and my brother laughed so hard. I was like, <laughs> it, it's the image of the duck. Like the right. duck looks still, but the feet are going yes, crazy. Totally. I don't mean he, he's out of control in his right. mind, but I was like, I'm like him too. Like you oh, could yeah. seem calm, but we're, we're thinking a lot. There's, there's a, a lot, lot going on. Yeah. A lot underneath the surface for sure. Yeah. yeah. But so, but you... You're a six, though. I'm and... a nine. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't you dare. I I'm flipped it. <laughs> I flipped it. Tell us about the nine. I think people, I yeah. hope, if they're not, they've turned it off already. Yeah, they're, they're going long. This is over. Um... <laughs> they're, they're replaying the ads. They're like, right. the ads were better than this. <laughs> More interesting. I like the ads! <laughs> um, <laughs> the type nine is the, the peacemaker. So I, I, I mean, basically conflict is such a, an ugly possibility that I will do almost anything to avoid it. Yeah, that's Valerie. Really? My job, Aww. threes and nines, because you're married to a three yeah. as well, I think it's a great combo. Yeah, I do too. We really help each totally. other out. Yeah. Because there can Balancing be lovely points, moments yeah. where I try to empower Valerie to have a 
unpleasant feeling or something which are super necessary yeah that's <laughs> and right good but i recognize really. it i can have like a peacemaking quality and i could sugarcoat things yeah and in my family i think i was pushed into a nine position right even though i was secretly a three and every after every dinner i'd have like another lug nut to go up into my bedroom and add it to the rocket that i was building <laughs> to escape <laughs> that's, a, that's a beautiful <laughs> image it's super sad. It's not sad. Super it's lovely. Sad. They, the lug nut was there. It might have come through tension, but it yeah, was there. It was and there. I'm grateful for the lug nuts. Yeah. Um, but uh, trying to say what you think people need to oh, hear to yeah. avoid. Like you see where it's going. I feel like the nines are like, just give them what they want. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Just get which, to them. Which is interesting too, because I do feel like, I mean, it's even called the peacemaker, which is the, the names are sort of, they don't, they don't, they're actually sometimes pretty unhelpful. And I think Richard yeah. has the need for each type, oh. which can be a lot more. <laughs> the need. But, yeah. And the need for the nine is. That's the need to avoid, period. Yeah. Like yeah. nothing else after that. Um, because, the and three is the has... need to achieve the, I could quickly do it. So the one is the need to be perfect or the need to perfect. Yep. Um, the two is the need to be needed, which is a real tricky one. The helper. Yeah. The three is the need to achieve. The four is the need to be unique. The five is the need to understand The the six is the need to be secure, to feel safe. Um, the seven is the need to avoid pain, which I thought was interesting. It's almost like an, <laughs> like an, an evolved version of the need to avoid, which is what I am the nine. So they've just figured out an efficient way. They're just going to avoid pain yeah. <laughs> and be super engaged and, you know, live a really That's what Rob bright says. life. Rob will say denial is his yeah. drug of choice because if oh. it's unpleasant, he'll deny it. He said that those are his yeah, words. On that's this. really powerful. Yeah. Wow. Because when you know, Rob, you're like, that doesn't seem like you, but he's saying right. when he's low functioning, that might come out. Mm. I haven't seen it personally. Sense. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, and the eight, uh, is the need to, need to fuck shit up. <laughs> yep. Whenever someone's a jerk, you're like, what an eight. I know. Which is, it's, it's not helpful. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. It's funny. <laughs> people. It's not... I, I was worried that Trump was a three and, and then a lot of people online were saying that Trump was an eight. I think the, I, I've heard eight more yeah. than more than any other. But time. even that, that wasn't to roast no. or put down Trump. It's I a, was literally going, "Can something help me understand?" Right, and it did. And I, 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 that's that's my whole interest in the enneagram is that it is a shorthand for understanding why it, people are doing what they're doing. Yeah, it's you're a building it's a bridge. bridge. Going like, and what it, is your fundamental need? For what sure. is your lack? What is your perspective? Absolutely. And, and eights do get. A bad rap. Oh, they do entirely. And they're also like the, I mean, I think I have the most, uh, my like friend group is primarily eights, which is kind of interesting really? as a nine. I have, I have theories about that. I think you it's... like people that confront because I... I have friends that are definitely eights yeah. and there's a comfort in the person that's like, I'm going to send back <laughs> right. this right. shrimp cocktail. Cause I didn't know yeah. it was a deconstructed shrimp cocktail. <laughs> right. And you're like, Oh, I can't even imagine doing something oh like that. My oh God. my God. I've eaten other people's meals. I have too. I've, I've eaten the wrong thing and I've also gotten it to go and I throw it out outside just cause I didn't want to say yeah. like, I didn't want to answer the question that, uh, Oh, how was your food, sir? Yeah. It was great. And I, can I get it to go <laughs> to that with nines? I've seen Where's Val find that loving way. Like, Eckhart Tolle says there's a non-reactive way. There's a re- so when you're yeah. reactive, you're telling a new direction. Can you can you um, slow down? Right. And then there's a non-reactive like, would you please would you please slow down? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or yeah. drive more slowly. Makes sense. 
I'm a, I'm right. a bad passenger. Would you drive more slow? <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> right. Catch me doing that. I'll, yeah. I'd rather be up on two wheels <laughs> driving in the median and I'd still be like, we're making good I have time. I have thought about that a lot. Like, what is the threshold? Like, when would I... When would I do something about a situation? Like, yeah. at what point would I have to be pushed? And I, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this to anyone, but uh, like, if somebody asked for my wallet, I'd probably just hand it over. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> running through the scenarios of like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want them to be irritated. What if they're mad if Magic, I say no? Magicians want nines in the audience. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just like, yes. And you gave me this coin to your for free sure. will, and you're like, well, I saw you swap it. But yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, the, the, <laughs> the sad part about the nines, and this is. And what it's I, the need to. I'm it's sorry, the need avoid. to avoid. avoid yeah. Yep. Um, and I think that the nines, I mean, even in the name of the peacemaker, like that you, there's a reputation of um, kindness and, and I think warmth uh, with the type nine. But a lot of it, uh, in being super honest with myself is um going along to get along is 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 this it's a form of control it yeah. is if i say it's manipulative too. it's super manipulative yeah. it's, and it's, it's it not, can be yeah i don't mean to roast you how dare uh, you <laughs> that's good I'm that's leaving. good that's yeah. great that's I'm good gonna... <laughs> tell me how you feel don't think your feelings feel them um, <laughs> how do you throw the mic at the wall like wow that went really quick it can't this is a big you can hear me over the years yeah. realizing this that like staying with somebody that you really hate just because you don't want to hurt their feelings is actually manipulative. It's manipulative and, and uncaring. It's, it's uncaring because that other person should have a life of filled with somebody who's 100% on board. The line, yeah. you deserve to be with someone who wants to be with you, is brutal, mm-hmm. but it's fucking true. Right, right. And I've seen, especially in the Christian world, a lot of people being nines because they think <laughs> true. if being honest is being mean... The commandment, for some reason, is don't be mean. Right, nice or is is on appear. a higher. It's it's an it's on a higher level than it should be in. I think in a nine's life, like nice. If somebody had an interaction with me that they were like, he was a little bit rude or any like a nightmare. It would be the wor- like it's a worst case scenario. I actually wonder. <laughs> like it sounds um, hor- like if I leave this interview and you're like. What a dick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would be destroyed. No, just so I, you know. Not I to give you that, that power. But. And this is a good point. Uh, to This is a good time, I think, to point out that everybody has aspects of all the numbers. It's true. Absolutely. Because of what you're saying, I relate to so hard. Yeah. I also relate to a lot of ones. Like my three goes into a one, which is here's how you should do yes, things. Yes, the, 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 the kind of the rule abider. Yeah, and Val can have sure. some of that as well. Yeah. And that's, um, I mean, honestly, that's how I was able to write the songs in, in any, um, like if, if there's anything right about it, it's because I was able to see myself as each of those types. And so one of the things with the nines too, is they call it merging where you, in order to that's be it. so agreeable, you just blend on that, into Val has different voices situation. for different friends. I would say really? if she was in the room <laughs> and good. she can tell with me sometimes, uh, if I'm on the phone with yeah. somebody, especially if I'm there, if I'm below them, you'll hear emerging. Oh, interesting. So I can tell usually who Val's on the phone with because she's merging into how they speak. Right. Because that's how they love. Yeah. They're it's like, true. you want to do this? Because it feels Let's supportive. Like on, on, the, on the beautiful side of that, it is, it, I mean, it, it really is nines want to make good. I mean, they want, they want good things to be going on right. for everyone all the time. They really do want what's best. And then on that, you know, darker, uglier side, it is, it is, I, I had this idea as I was writing the, the nine song and I don't know if it makes sense to anybody else, but to me, it was kind of really helpful in understanding the, the type nine better. And it's like, if, if, all of my decisions and all my relationships and all of my um, all these different facets of my life are on a table that each one represented by like a, a, a row of dominoes. 
it's kind of it's a form of withholding to uh, like I, I don't want to lose sight of where the dominoes are going to fall. So I'll just eliminate all my needs and what I mm. want and I'll just pull that off the table so that I can see like, OK, this is going to probably land there. Uh, Whereas if I if I bring myself to it and I actually am bringing myself forward and, and, and expressing what I want and it doesn't even it's not even mean or nice. It's just complicating. Being, yeah, just being exactly. It, comp- it, it, it it's m- the subtle. You're adding a huge X factor for sure. How Absolutely. am I going to feel? And sometimes you don't even know how you're going to feel. No, you don't. And somehow, and I, I will also say that withholding from all of those, either whether it's a decision, it, even like decision making, I'm not great at. Like it takes me a long time. My my poor wife is, is she. I drive her crazy because I'll be like, all right, so like it's like two days of nonstop debating whether or not I should plan something for 8 a.m. or 8.20, you know, like, and she's like, Why, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to squeeze their schedule. And she's like, yeah. please don't. Please. But I do think even that with the domino thing, it's, is... it's, it's looking at like, if I don't make a decision, if I don't knock down one or the other, then like, it's like temporarily I get that control and I don't have to decide. That's really good. That's really well put. The, you're helping me realize that Val will have moments where she's like, I don't want to ask, let's say like a babysitter to come uh, just for an hour or something, and I'll be like, and I'm the one that goes, what's the difference? Right, right, right. Like, Which is helpful, by the way. Right? <laughs> it is helpful. There's a good way. Yeah. I've heard that mm. the bad way. I've I've had a, a friend of mine that was like, uh, we were running late, we were going to be home later than we thought with our babysitter, and they were like, that's what the money's for? And I was like, I think that's sort of the extreme bad, I think that yeah, is bad, yeah, you should that. care about people, for sure. But there can be the healthy, like, if it's an hour, if it's two hours, we can even give them extra money. It's fine. Like right, right. your It'll feelings be... are fine. We need a babysitter for one hour. That is absurd. Maybe we'll just give them an, a little bit extra because yeah. it's weird. But like, it's fine. Yeah. Like you kind of have to go like that in the good way, not in the de- dehumanizing way. You go. That's the job. They're babysitting. Right. 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 Absolutely. And you pay them, and that's okay. But Val will be like, I don't know, maybe, and I'm like. Is she like... indecisive in seasons or is it kind of uh, like a Well, frequent... as we're talking about this, I'm like, she's getting really, really good at it. Good. I'm I, watching I go her transcend kind of... herself. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really beautiful. I need yeah. to take that lesson. <laughs> she should <laughs> well, teach, teach a nine course. I mean, she could. She definitely has a strong... Well, they, they say that they're the wings. Yeah. She has a strong one wing. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's I would have that, the one. Yeah. Which is like the wings, if anybody cares about that. Like you said, they're yeah. probably long gone at this point. Yeah, they're gone. Um it's the if you're looking at a circle, it's the number adjacent to you on the yes. other side that you might have. It's, I think I don't know who said this, but it's sort of like if you look at it as a color wheel, like if you are a three and that's red or whatever, there are so many different shades of red, and that might right. get closer to uh, orange. Over but here, it's helpful you know? to know that it's probably one. It's one of the two next. Yes, to you. Exactly, exactly. There's also the idea that every number is a country. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where it gets roasty. It does, yeah. Because I showed Val the nine video. Richard Rohr has this great Enneagram series on YouTube. Yeah. I recommend watching the whole thing because it's worth it, but you can just jump to your number. And he explains what country you are. And to to give it a little setup, like the three is America. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> America is yeah. all about just like making shit yeah. happen and like building big buildings mm-hmm. and getting money and getting success yeah. and letting people see your success. That feels like yeah. America. And then the nine, and I play this for I hadn't seen it, and Val was like, this is a roast. <laughs> Richard is really hard on the nines. And he's I like... I remember being... Was he, is he a lot harder on the nines than oh, he was? Really? Than Richard. any of them. 
Richard. He has, I would say this <laughs> to Richard. his face, Father Richard. <laughs> I call him Richie Roar. Richie Roar. Richie Roar has a strong love, let's say, of of kind of tearing tearing up the nines. For fun, for laughs. What happened to Richard? I what, don't know. What did a nine do? They don't know. Or not do? Well, <laughs> he says that nines are undeveloped countries. <laughs> Someone was like, what, what country is a nine? And he goes, that's not cool. Any country that's not developed. <laughs> because I, he's oh, like, man, they're true. just sitting around eating coconuts. Trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah, looking at the water. <laughs> yeah. And he, they need oh, someone to like land on their shore. Nice, Richard. <laughs> And, and give them an infrastructure, yeah. but of course, it's they sadly don't. true. I mean, it is. I mean, it is. But they're doing fine, right. right? The three mentality says, "Yeah, somebody should come in and turn this into a, a sandals resort." But like <laughs> the three, the nine countries were like, I don't actually know. I don't know. I don't remember. About the, I remember a couple. I remember. Economy. I think was Sweden was the type one. I think. Yeah, because yeah, like, the, there's a the proper time, way to the, do it. Yes, the, the cleanliness. The, the, the 303 train arrives at 303. Right. Is Germany a one country? Oh, maybe. Sure. I don't know. There is an Enneagram for almost everything, which uh, which I <laughs> I do kind of love, actually. I think yeah. it's kind of, kind of fun that you can... And it kind of works. Uh, even a friend was putting all the Marvel characters in like their type. Oh, that's and fun. And I, I think... Wait, and, let's do that. Captain America is a type one. I think one, uh, yeah. actually it was debated if he's a three or a one. Well, he's definitely got a little flavor of each, but he I doesn't mean, seem to. He's he not seems doing it so to much get about it duty. It's, it's, yes, it's, he's it like is. we do it because it's right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Fred Rogers is is a one. Yes, who's a two? This is where we're going to get into. Some I think like it was what the in Guardians of the Galaxy, the girl with the antennae. Oh, yep. The, that intuitive, like, yeah. I think that might have been the two or one of the twos. Um, I'm I'm forgetting everyone's names. I do I do love the MCU. I'm a big fan. Marvel uh, Marvel Universe. Mar- Marvel universe? Cinema Universe. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember who else is on. I, I think my, Val's the mom. I think is Iron a Man. Two, and yeah. and the way that that manifests is. I've um, and I say this with love and awareness that maybe she'll hear it. It's, it's fine. Uh, w- what I mean is, if she's somehow <laughs> listening to this, I know this isn't talking yeah. behind your back. Um, incredible gift giver, incredible host, and you do sort of worry about them for them. You're like, yeah. are you? It's Christmas and you haven't sat down. Like that's the two. <laughs> right. Like you're like, oh, I'm totally. glad that my stocking was filled perfectly with like. She found out I was like a vegan. I'm a bad vegan, but I'm vegish. She'll put like lentil soup yep. in my stocking. It's like, when did you? How did she know? And I'm a three. And if I think of a good gift for you, yeah. I will not wait for your birthday. I will give it to you. I will go, <laughs> it's time to enjoy yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. harmonium now. That's awesome. But is I, it? It's not I, good for gifts. I Val do think that's. The, I'm bad at gifts. Oh, I'm great at gifts, awesome. but I'm also bad at... If the... I don't get a gift soon, <laughs> ah, I'm going to be let down. But that's that's a three. Um, is you're like, it works. Let's yeah. make it work. Let's get it. Let's yeah, give you the feeling now. Sure. Yeah. Fast forward to Let's it, get right? ice cream now. Why would we wait? Like when I drank, why would you wait for St. Patrick's Day to tell you it's okay to get <laughs> right. day drunk? Right. It's Tuesday and we have nothing to do and yeah. we're in Prague. Like <laughs> right. that, the three is like, let's fucking do it. Which, which Marvel character is a three? Oh, Tony Stark. I th- Tony Stark could be an eight or a three. He does love a good... Oh, because I would never tell the Mandarin where I live. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. I think Doctor, Doctor Strange would be a five. 
believe. Doctor Strange is a five. Right? Of course he is. Um, he's got some three in him, though, too, because he's yeah, a, he no, was yeah. like kind of a bad Tony Stark. Like, Not bad. To I think seven. Uh, who's what is Benedict Cumberbatch? Please do the podcast. You were great. <laughs> as a, as the a criticism in the first film before he had found the character, or before the writers had found the character, in the first one were like, "Oh, it's Tony, but he's a doctor." Remember? Oh, I I never picked up on that. Really? Critici- I, he's like. I'm the best at surgery, and I don't care about anything. And then I get an injury. Oh, yeah, I guess that's totally true. It it's is very similar the same origin story. I would say I was just bought in. <laughs> yeah, because nining. you're a nine. I'm you like, merge. this is new. Val, <laughs> this told, is Val tells me all the time, she's like, you've not ruined me, but you've changed the way I look at movies. She said she was watching Parenthood or something, and she was like, there was a scene that was Frankenstein'd. Because we'll be watching a scene, and sometimes I'll just pause it, and I'll go... They didn't have you it. You can see. They didn't yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. They're cutting around. Yeah. This is a great location. It's an important scene, and it's four seconds long. The actors fucked up that day, and she was like, I saw it on Parenthood, and I was like, she's changing. Oh, no. So she, she sees does it. that ruin Well, she said she used you? to go a little bit, but yeah. she, it lets me enjoy them in another way. That's a generous question. But yeah. she said um, it used to be if she went to a movie, she loved it. Because it was a movie. Right, 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 right. So that is... You escaped. I actually have a, a, a small theory that Type 9s even appreciate like the theater and going to a movie experience because whatever happens on the screen, conflict, you know that there's an end to it. Like The, the, the movie resolves. will finish and in you're a couple safe. hours and you're totally safe and you don't have to participate or do anything. You just sit there. I have to imagine if you're like Val, you're, you're not really into like horror movies or scary no, things. Yeah, yeah, not a big fan Why would you want to feel that? Yeah, I don't want to feel that. To a 9... <laughs> Like, us opened very weak in Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people are like, why would... I'm not going to do the voice, but why would you want to scare yourself? And then I'd say, Mon, if it was 1982, I would have done the voice. And a lot of white people would have been like, that's what it's like. But we're getting... We're evolving. We are evolving. We're growing. And that's good. Absolutely. I'm not kidding. That's good. (laughs) I grew up in a house that would have done the voice. Yeah. I think a lot of us have. And we're growing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I love this Marvel thing. Yeah. Two. I wish we had a better two, but there's probably not a lot of twos in Marvel. I I don't think there's a ton of twos. Aunt May. I should. I'm I'm not going to be the guy that brings it up on my phone. My friend Chris Hewitt has a. It's got like 10 characters per Marvel. No shit. It's a lot. up on your phone. We'll pause. You found it. Wow. I found it. Um, all right. There's not that many for him. So, he, oh, that's not true. I was wrong about Doctor Strange. He says that he's, Doctor Strange is the one, and so is Nebula. Who's Nebula? Um, from Guardians of the Galaxy, like the tor- like the sister that's really like upset. Oh, the, the who, she dates Chris Pratt? Yeah, she's like half... No, no. She's like half robot and half... You know, oh, she like, was. She's in... her Chris Pratt's girlfriend's sister. Sister, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Captain America is a one. All right, we got that right. Two would be Mantis. So that was the the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Three is Black Panther. That's the only one for two. That's the only one See, for that's two. That's all they got. Yeah, that's all they got. Black Panther's a three. Black Panther is three. Loki is a three. Well, that that makes sense. That's why for him to be converted in Black Panther, he has to decide to share. That's right. Uh, their technology with the world. That's right. Because a unconverted three would be like, we're fine. Fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. a broken. Converted three would say, "Let's give what is the element? Whatever, uranium. No, no not. <laughs> it's not uranium. Un- unobtainium. Unobtainium. <laughs> I think is it. Um, Black Widow and Wasp would be threes. Black Widow's a three. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Gamora. That was the person that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. girlfriend. Yep. Uh, as a four. Oh, so that seems right. Five would be Thanos. Oh, Thanos. Thanos. 
Yep, you said it right. And Drax and Bruce Banner. Interesting. Bruce ba- I, I see Bruce Banner as a five. I call him Bruce. He's a friend. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, yeah. Bruce. Um, a six would be Spider-Man. Oh. Wong and Ant-Man as sixes. Huh. Thor would be a seven. But I see this is what's interesting to me. Interesting. I actually think that like with story writing, the Enneagram can be an incredibly helpful tool for balancing characters and also even having like a uh just a track. So like Thor as an example, you can kind of tell that Thor changed from like the first film into like Ragnarok. Like he's he's a he is a seven now, but I think he might have started as a one. Oh, you know what I mean? So I almost wonder if the Enneagram would be helpful. In no, I think it is. I'll submit that to. That's why when you look <laughs> the at the Avengers when team, you, when, as soon as I leave here, when I know Don Draper's a three, I'm like his biggest fear is yeah. failure. You can and he'll totally run away. explore that. Yeah, yeah totally. it, it helps you enjoy the show more, and it does make me wonder as as somebody who writes scripts, like it. Sometimes I could see it. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Being helpful, going. Usually I'm writing real people and I know who they are. Yeah. But like if I don't know and I'm making up a phony balloon, let's let's pretend this person's a five and it'll help me yeah, be th- more clear in my writing. Right. Like maybe that I, I don't know of a five that would do that thing. So maybe that doesn't make sense. Totally. Or, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Thanos being a five <clears throat> and not an eight. See, I feel like villains in the old movies would all be eights because they're just Some like, I want chaos yeah. or, or I want to confront. But a five being like, no... There's too many people, so we should get rid of some of them. Yeah. Which is basically the plot of any Illuminati conspiracy is that there's too many people right. and we need to thin the herd. Right. That's a much more compelling yeah. villain. Keep that going. is true. Yeah. Uh, Spider, I told you that. Thor is a seven. Shuri, I think, thing from Black Panther. And Star-Lord would be a seven. Oh. I get that. Uh, eight, Iron Man, oh. Hulk. So and not Bruce Banner. Not Bruce Banner. So a five turns See, that's, into an that's eight. that's great Enneagram You writing. won't like me when I'm an eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then nine would be Vision, Groot, and Meek, Meek. See, Groot, that that's not flattering. Yeah. You're the thing that just says, I am Groot. I mean, he also that's saves merging. them a lot, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he merges into their, I don't know. He becomes a handle. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. The best thing you can do it's is a be a handle, handle for a seven. <laughs> or an axe handle, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what you do. Oh. But that's kind of weird. Oh, like, sad. So threes, because my father's a three, threes more than anything need one person that they can be themselves with, like not yeah. perform for. Yeah. So, like, I hope, I trust that you're that for your wife. Yeah, I, I so. sometimes don't see that happening with my father and my mother. Okay. Like, my mother is not necessarily, I say this with love, a very safe space for my dad. Oh, I see. Like, he can't really just come home and be like, I don't have to perform for right. you. Right, 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 right. And I see that. So, when it comes to relationship theory, if if my parents were these types of people, they could say, look, I'm a, I'm a three- I'm an achiever. I'm being a politician all day. Yeah. I'm going around peacocking. The three yeah. animals, a peacock. Mm-hmm. I'm showing off. I'm being exceptional. But when I come home, I'm exhausted. Right. Please right. be my safe place. Please, with Val, it's safe. That's beautiful. It, it actually works out really beautifully because I don't feel like I have to be funny with Val. And we laugh more than any of my oh, other friends because so I feel yeah. so safe. Yeah. And she's so funny and we just have like a wonderful awesome. time. But it's because I have that refuge right superman was oh, a three sure. val is the crystal palace <laughs> I, love that. Solitude. I see it i'll take that as a nine crystal yeah palace you're a crystal palace yeah yeah like you're not that. causing any trouble you're showing home movies that are on little popsicles <laughs> um 
Okay, so you were saying that your wife didn't hear the song, and then she did hear it. Yeah, then she heard it, and she was very encouraging and very kind about it. Um, so that it wasn't like a, she wasn't devastated by it. Like she, I was. she still talks about it like it's a not in a negative way, but it is a heartbreaking. And I do wonder if that if the type three um, seeing like a reflection of yourself in in that in 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 a less because I wasn't trying at all to be mean or um, to be unkind to the type three, but I do feel like I was, I was honest about what I, what I understood of the three and what I saw in her. And, um, and I think that that's, it's just uncomfortable. I think is kind of how she framed it. The first line is maybe I've done enough. Yeah. And you're like, Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Cause the hard question for the three is when will it be enough? Right. Yeah, Absolutely. And and then there's a great line when work and rest are equally revered, and it's like yeah. it's re- it can be really hard. Again, I think I'm a converted three, but I had to I get you've to done a, a point. Ton of work. You're very sweet. This is a very self serving podcast. No, and truly, I like it. I'm going to listen mean... to this for fun. <laughs> for fun. <laughs> but I I got to the place where I was like, hey, guess what? Weekends, no fucking phone, or we're going to go on vacation, or yeah. I'm going to go on a private retreat. Those things don't necessarily uh, make sense necessarily right. to you. Yeah. I think a bad three would go on vacation and, and do a lot of gramming. Right. To totally. show, to show that he, the, the highlight. Or she does <laughs> has a great life and relaxes. Yep. Look at how relaxing I am. Absolutely. That is, I'm, you know, but I do do this podcast. Like, I'm, I'm saying this not to be funny, but like, I do do this podcast and then I talk about how I go on vacation. So, like, I'm calling bullshit on myself. You know what I'm saying? No, I, but, I still get to come everyone. on here and be like, I think I'm a converted three. Is that a converted three thing to it do? It is no, that you're self aware enough to even see that. That's a, I that's a big deal. Appreciate and you. I do feel like the, <laughs> so. My original my original thought with the, that that song in particular was I was actually going to do like full orchestra. I wanted it to be as big and grandiose oh, wow. as possible. I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be like, of course they 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 truly are these like incredible forces of of i mean they're they they're pretty amazing you know so i wanted to honor that in, in you sound like richie he loves threes too they're great i mean he's I, always like if you want to get something done huh get a, get a three if you wanted to go so to good. shit get a nine <laughs> <laughs> oh, but where gosh. did you learn you're finishing stuff you're doing I, stuff. you're in a very difficult field it could be very yeah. easy for you to just record stuff and not release it yeah but totally. it seems like you've overcome that impulse I, it took a really long time I, so i yeah naturally i'm not super motivated naturally i am um i'm i'm incredibly um I, i'm i'm slow to things but so for the first i would say decade of making music i would write a, a handful of songs a year and so i would do like the very traditional route of making music i'd record an album of 10 songs it would take two or three years to make and then for about two or three years i'd go tour and i'd play those songs and then i'd come back and uh have major second guesses about me as a writer and like do i even remember how to do this um and at some Wait, point when you were starting the next album or yeah like I, when i came back tour. from touring i would be so out of my my writing muscle would be so oh, i see um you weren't second guessing what you just toured your second no i'd be second guessing my ability new. to do something new exactly mm-hmm. um and I got really worn out from that idea of of because writing and recording is my favorite part of making music. I just I deeply love that creative process, and so I just decided I want to do a lot more of it. So um, in I think 2010 or 2011, I I created like a challenge for myself to write three songs every month for a year and then release them on the first of every month. So 36 songs. But that's incredible. That's yeah, real I, converted nine <laughs> stuff. My friend, that's not Chris, avoiding. I, I do. I do think it's a, it's a healthy, or... my, my friend, Chris, uh, he 
he he was saying it's kind of like a life like a nine life hack where you're he's like you 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 created accountability you told your listeners that you're going to write three songs every month and you're going to release right. it which is the only way that's the only reason to avoid that conflict is the only reason you did it <laughs> and it's wow. true like I, yeah. I realized I'm like I'm not gonna I said it I'm gonna do it I took money for it I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna honor that that's and, a big um, thing for me is accept gigs when you're high and follow through with them when you're low. <laughs> yeah, you still have to do the that. show. Like totally. I say yes to so many things and oh. then I get there and I'm like, I, I you got to do it. I, I got to do it. Any, if, I think if anything's two months or further away, I say yes to it. And then I regret it with it. Like the, as soon as it gets closer, I'm like, Oh, but that was like, that's supposed to be f- later. Yeah, they asked me right after I had a cup of coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, so happy. Great. Yeah. So, um, which that, I, I think that project is called your book, uh, the three songs every month for a year thing. Uh, I think it taught me everything I know currently about writing music. I think it also helped me as a nine to be more comfortable in my own skin. I'm, mm. I'm I, I have a lot of insecurities and so, uh, in, in every area of my life. So, uh, to be able to like keep that, I mean, I hate to call it a muscle, but to keep that part of me constantly working out is really helpful. And I, that, that's what led to this Atlas thing that is kind of this long form concept project. Um, it, just because it, 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 I knew right away that I wanted to, like, I couldn't make music the other way. I, w- I was not going to make an album and go tour and then come back and make an album. Like I, I, I need to be creatively, uh, constantly working that muscle out. Mm. And where the, the, on the three song, the musicians were threes. So there's only like, there's only a few musicians because I ended up going the exact opposite of that full orchestra. But yes, every this is the violinist. So I was originally going to have it be full oh, orchestra, right. like just you know massive timpanis and kind of go above and beyond. And then once I learned more about the three and kind of really thought about the beauty of the three, its vulnerability is this really remarkable thing and i wanted to honor that like what would be and so there's no there's no um click track for that song i wanted it to be kind of this flowy like intimate just piano and vocal concept but yes the the violins the um uh who else sings on that um a gal named katie herzig sings uh on on part of that so all three i'll take chris uh i thought you said you had a friend oh yeah not her not his wife oh yeah but same last name uh katie herzig oh hewerts i gotta go <laughs> Chris Hewerts is the author. Don't edit that out. Loop it seven times. <laughs> I want people to hear my mistake. I want, that, I want people to hear my confusion too. over and over. Again. What is the line in the three song with the asterisk? Did I say the wrong thing? What is it? There's an asterisk. Oh, um, with an asterisk worthy of love anyway. When you, uh, what is the line? No, I don't mean to hold you to it. <laughs> no, it's like when you don't win, you're still worthy of love anyway. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Because that is, I, the fear. I did write that. <laughs> I just don't, don't well, when remember. Donnie Drapes on Mad Men isn't winning the thing, like he feels like yeah. he disappears and like everybody's right. going to know he's a fraud. Absolutely, that is such a which is such a. I mean, that's that was talk about the heartbreak of learning about the type. Like I do feel like maybe I've done enough. Just knowing that somebody would feel that way is so that I. I hated that. Yeah. Like learning that about the type three, that they, they don't feel like they're doing enough. And that's, that's part of what the drive is. To well, I said that to my, for. see, the problem is I, I try and impose, like I'll do all this like kind of learning or whatever. And then I'll try and like drop it in a nugget to my father. Yeah. And I said to him, I go, dad, I just want you to know, cause he's always doing something new. Um, and closing some new deal or starting some new project. Oh, he's like 75 and he's, he's just not stopping. And I'm like, dad, um, just so you know, uh, we would. This was a quiet moment in his little man cave, and I was like, "We'd love you 
even if you didn't bring home the bacon. Mm. Like, I didn't know how else to put it. I wow, was like, you yeah. don't have to keep doing that. We love you the same. Whoa. And he goes, but I wouldn't love me. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's so hard. And I was like, uh, oh. maybe I've done <laughs> it. <laughs> I just started saying it more. But like, it actually takes, like, I don't know. Was that, was that a sweet? moment with your like did was that, it was because that is i mean to but, to say that out loud but that's what i mean it helped the enneagram helped me you'd think i'd be like looking down on him and like you fool you don't even know right. no just like knowing that no you are in it you're like right in it yeah. and i feel that too yeah and even though i know i'm valuable like tony hale did this podcast and he was like my value before i book a gig and after i book a gig is the same mm. and i can hear that and i can try and ingest it but it takes a really long time for oh that gosh, pill yeah. to dissolve oh, in your stomach sure. and believe it right because clearly what type is tony tony hale yeah i don't know i love tony i mean I we've too. never met but i i'm just a huge fan he's so sweet i mm. i just get the feeling that he's a two i don't know yeah. why mm. i guess someone was a two recently just from their face and they weren't even impressed they were a two <laughs> like i'm really into the enneagram i went you're a two and they were like yeah, and and then it just kept, just kept going. <laughs> Tell me and, more about yourself. And as a three, I was <laughs> right. like, "You need to write a song yeah. that I just guessed your type." <laughs> he couldn't have given less of a shit. Uh, I want to talk about your spirituality as well, if you're comfortable. Yeah, of course, because you're not just because I'm excited to talk about Richie, but what is your path? Were you raised uh, religious? Yeah, I was raised. Uh, I guess it would be non-denominational Christian, me and too. Um, it was. It was interesting. I, I had there was actually a lot of openness in in my raising. Like it wasn't like my my wife came from a family that was ex- a little bit more um, conservative and a little more rules and re- like church is a very very important part of faith. And my family was like we would go sometimes. And uh, but it, so it was, a, it was <laughs> I hate to say it, it was a casual faith. Yeah, but it was pretty casual. No, I know people like this. We, we talk about Rob. Yeah, we went to the Rob Bell. There was a movie about him, and there was a premiere. And I oh, remember cool. afterwards, my friend's wife was like, "Yeah, this wasn't the church I grew up in. Like the 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 salve that Rob is providing. Right. Some people just went to church, and they were like, No, that's not what it was. We just kind of we were having a nice time. Oh, interesting. And it sounds like maybe you didn't get as burned by it. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I I felt a little bit strange as I grew up, realizing that like I I did not connect or I didn't have a worship experience in church ever. And I've, I've been to a lot of them. And, um, but I do feel that way in like David Attenborough documentaries and other, other like f- just different movies. And, uh, like there's this, this, that brings you to reverence. Yeah, it really does. And actually Richard had mentioned something oh. that was a beautiful, he said something truly amazing that I've, I've been holding in my, in my, in my, attempts to be a, a decent dad uh, but he said the children need to see their parents in reverence mm. and as i'm you know uh, in in some of my uh, to use some richard Rohr language the the deconstruction and then reconstruction as i'm in that hopefully reconstruction place in my life and my in my faith um i really want to figure out how to model reverence like because yeah. in, in a way that's authentic that isn't like oh, okay your kids should see you raising your hands during a worship song or you're going to go to church now, you know, like something right. like that. And so or how um, about you, just your dad having his breath taken away by a deer. I think that that's exactly Instead it. Of I really do. It like going, it's, it's, I've turned this into a meal. How about you just thought it was cool. I'm not right. being anti hunting. No. I'm, yeah. I'm saying a sunset or absolutely. And yeah. I, that's the closest thing I can. I mean, and I think that that's a, a real deep sense of reverence and that's where I feel it, which connects to kind of what I was saying about like where I never, I never had that, 
um, that deep connection. It felt more of a like like going to church was kind of the social thing that yeah. and as an introvert and as a nine, it, was, it felt more about other people than it was for um, a, a growing of myself. Yeah, you were the narrator. Sense. Yeah, yeah. The pastor seemed worked up that morning <laughs> as he took a second donut. That was unlike him. But I knew we were up for something good. He didn't do well with sugar. Oops, there's Pamela. Nice perm, Pamela, nice I thought perm. to say. But decided not to in favor of looking at a painting I'd seen several times before. Still That's, there, I thought. It's really good. <laughs> it's vivid. Yeah, it's very vivid. vivid. That's like what that. I feel like it's like for you to go to church. And me, I'm like, how do I get in the band? <laughs> Why is this guy talking? Surely I could talk. I could do this. I yeah. spent most of my time in church wondering what I would do if the pastor was like, what do you think? And I would get up. Really? Like that's oh, what interesting. And plays. I used to have a joke yeah. about it. I'd go see a play and think one of the cast members would be sick and they'd ask me You'd on be able stage. To get up there. That's yeah. a three. <laughs> that is, that's and a really... nine is like, ah. Audience. Oh, my gosh. Not getting not getting put in that position is the dream of the night. Yeah. Like, well, Val's no, an incredible musician, but she doesn't have oh, she... uh, the, the, the illness or the compulsion yeah. to prove it. Interesting. She, but, she, it's not fear. Okay, it's the compulsion. She'll play for you. She'd play for her parents. She'd play for my parents. So it's play not for like friends. a private thing. It's just she doesn't no, have. But the... if you're like nine o'clock on Thursday, it'll ruin her Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, wow. and it's not worth it for oh. her. It might change. She yeah. does other performative things, like her class, Wild and Free Dance class every week Ooh. here in Los Angeles. That's Give cool. it a Google. Come <laughs> dance with Valerie. Your spirit will thank you. Awesome. Uh, sorry, I got off. So you you didn't get a lot of baggage from your church. I didn't. I I, I got I Wait. got baggage in other ways um, with with faith and with with people in that community, um, particularly, but not related to a specific church and not related to like even even my music. Like I I never I never did like the I, I'm it's it's religious music or not. I just I, I was playing wherever anybody was kind enough to listen to me, mm. um, which meant I played a bunch of churches, you know, growing up and, um, just observing some situations and that felt so opposing, uh, even, even as a teenager just felt so opposing to what I, I believed in who I imagined that God might be, mm. you know? And it, it, so all I had to say is my baggage came in the form of small interactions kind of around the, the church, but I had, I had a, my parents were, they, they allowed questioning. They, they appreciated it. Oh, wow. Yeah, which I, I, I hope that I can do the same for, for my kiddos. I'm not going to forget that reverence thing. I think that's so important. Oh, my gosh. It plays all the time. quote uh, where he's like, if you – a person that, that can't look at the heavens or look at the stars and yeah. just feel awe and that mix of insignificance and powerful and right. important and empty at the same time. He's like, that person's as good as dead. Right. Oh, <laughs> my God. true. Einstein said. Yeah, I, I believe it. Put that in your MC and square it. <laughs> I mean, like he was, oh my gosh. he was dipped in that dude. Yeah. He, Einstein also said the measure of success is the degree to which a person can lose their sense of self, like their sense of individuality. Wow. And he, wow. he also had that thing where he said, I came up with my theories, not through the rational mind, but he came yeah. up with them through imagination and huh. spaciousness. So basically like the transcendent. Yeah, absolutely. He was like a radio. I mean, he was a genius, but he also knew the power of he, being so, still. connected to something absolutely Very beautiful yeah even if it's like we can be materialist about it and just be like it was the recesses of his mind or you can say it was some sort of collective unconscious who cares what's the who difference cares? exactly as if the mind isn't a miracle right right it's just exactly. his mind 
Oh, right. It's just a fragment of something I understand. So let's write off the whole thing. Right. Let's write off the that's, whole thing. That's how I feel about so much of life. But the reverence thing with with uh, that's, I think what Richard was saying was that this this idea that your kids who are looking at you, you are their you're their lifeline. You know, like you are the reason they eat or don't eat. You know, like yeah. to have somebody in that position. I mean, you are essentially God to them, uh, and to. At, at, especially at, you know when they're born into a couple years of life right. uh, to have them witness like their parents in a state of reverence whether that's just like look at how beautiful the stars are or right. something like that is is super impactful it doesn't feel big to us but it, to them it's it's an acknowledgement of something greater than yourself right isn't that I, I've never thought about this but isn't that sort of baked into the Jesus story that he's not going around just sort of telling us what to do and not to yeah. do he's encouraging you to like witness yeah i quote this verse all the time but he's like look at the birds look at the trees everything's sort of one thing happening oh for sure and Uh, relax it's like relax yeah so that's like your dad being like relax it's like a very powerful thing yeah to have that yeah absolutely um even richard Rohr's podcast isn't it called another name for everything like even that quote like that I love that. Yeah, it's so good. Another name for everything. <laughs> Another name for everything. Yeah. It's like that. That's why whenever he beautiful. says God, he's always like, or ultimate reality. He's just saying yeah. like the fun, the, the most basic. Another name for everything. And also, yeah, another name for everything. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. That's my whole thing with God is like, what, what language can we use to say we're just talking about what's happening right now? We don't have sure. to debate an extra personal third person entity that's governing this like a puppet show you yeah. can just go this is happening what is what is happening what is right this? to explore that like that seems like what we're supposed to be doing right, right. like if, if if anything it I, seems like having having all the answers is like if you think you have all the answers you 100 percent just don't like that's yeah. the only way you can be 100 percent wrong is by saying yeah by having I like have such it. strong I have it. That like this is it beginner's mind this is it. i was i do i wrote i was rock, i get a lot of good ideas when i'm rocking lee i think it's her the stillness that I get with her putting her to sleep, oh. putting her down for sleep. And um, I was thinking about like, we're static on a TV screen, like an old TV, just a channel. Mm-hmm. And in that, like different shapes have formed. Hmm. And we've gotten so identified with those different shapes. I'm this shape of over here and you're yeah, that yeah. over there that we've, sometimes we lose that ability to just go like, who the fuck or what the fuck plugged in this TV? Right. We're just right. going, I'm the ch- that has yeah. a big car. I'm the <laughs> ch- that hates my yeah, parents. Really it's one. like, what is the ch? Yeah, like, exactly. What the fuck is the ch? And I, if you, if any almost, uh, I think in every religion, it, it is kind of interesting that no, it's very rarely exploring that part. Like, the, the very beginning, like, we kind of just want to start with us. That's <laughs> right. Know? That's. I've mentioned it many times, but Nick Turner did this podcast and he was like, he's like, I was like, well, what if you're going to hell? I think I said it's a joke. Yeah. And he goes, who cares? <laughs> and I thought that was so profound. Yeah. The narcissism, and this is straight, Richie, the narcissism and the self-importance of most spiritual people's or most uh, Western spirituality is so prevalent. Right. It's what is sure. it? What happens? To, it's like three spirituality. Yeah. What do I need to believe? Okay, say the sinner's prayer, yep. and I'm good. Yeah. Then we should all be doing that. We should all achieve that. Absolutely. Stop wasting yeah. your time. But it's not about, as Richie would say, when he says Christ said uh, repent, which is the first thing he says in his ministry, according to the story. Mm. 
repent, we always thought that meant stop being a bad boy. Right. But repent actually, in, it said change your thinking. Change Read. how you, and, yeah. yeah, look at the world. The lens through which you see reality right. needs to change because it's so self-centered. Right. And because it's so, what's going to happen to me? And because it's so, am I in? Am I out? Am I good? What do people think? What does even God think? <clears throat> so Nick Turner's Who Cares is like, I thought, I think he was joking, of course, but it was also like there's something there's some beautiful truth about that. About that. Yeah. It's not yeah. about me. In fact, Richie Rohr says death is the ultimate test in uh, in humility, you're going, mm. I'm letting go of this construct that I think is Ryan or I think is Pete, and I'm going to willingly surrender it because I know that's not oh, wow. who I really am. Yeah. So it's like this I'm final test to go, I'm going to put this back. We can all put the bag down of our identity right. through meditation or losing yourself in, in a documentary set or a yeah. film or music yeah. or sex or art or, right. or a walk in the woods. We can all forget who we think we are and just be for a while. And death is the ultimate. I'm going to put the bag down and I'm not going to pick it back up. Without any answers. Yeah. Beyond that. Yeah. But it's not, but what happens to Pete? Right. Does right. Pete go to the party? Fuck Pete. Pete's not. <laughs> Who cares? You thought this was about Pete? Nick yeah. Turner. Who cares? <laughs> it's not about Pete. Right. I want to hedge my bets. That's mm. what the fucking mystery yeah. of this undebatably vital electric orgasmic pulsing thing that we're a part of. That's what the mystery was. Policy. What's yeah, going to happen to Ryan? Yeah. You know how many fucking Ryans there mm-hmm. have been? Billions of fucking Ryans. What? And that's not what it's about. <laughs> I just mean the name. Awesome but I was also, just so disappointed. Uh, what? Really? How can it be about what happens to this finite system of synapses yeah. and thought patterns and your conditioning and your pattern and, and, Fuck it. It's not. Right. That. And also, how can we not be blown away on like a daily level that we get to do this whole thing in the first place? Like That's it's, right. It truly really is insane. I mean, I with the birth of my two girls, like that experience is m- like mind boggling. That's like right. The whole just watching them become people is. It's absurd, and we, I, I, I mean, I, guess, I look at Lee and I go, "You, you're seeing me, right? That's insane. <laughs> you, you were There's a mechanism for that. seeing yeah. me. Yes, yeah." And now you're a something. Can't stop tripping off of that. And I do think there's something in our brain that we just get so used to beautiful things. And, I mean, I guess it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier where everything everything true or good or magic, we we can't help but drop it on the ground a whole bunch of times and try to figure out how to use it for our game. The brain works. The brain just simplifies things and goes, that's a waterfall. Yeah. (laughs) Not useful. <laughs> Unless you want to shower outside, then I'll give it a little extra vividness. Right. It sucks. And that's what, you know, psychedelics and other things can do is they they can plug you into the miracle yep. of ordinary things. I've heard that. Whereas yeah. just like a book suddenly is like, this is a book. Like, it, have you had, it's a shame if you had, we can't like, do that all the time. Not religious, but uh, spiritual experiences. On, Sober? On- Psychedel- oh, on psychedelics? Well, either, yeah. I'm curious about you. Yeah, without a doubt. I think it's more interesting that some have happened sober. That That's more yeah. um, fun, I guess. I, maybe they're both fun. I, I want to know. Okay, sober. I would love to hear like a spiritual experience that you had as a... I mean, there's just been times through... We just saw Eckhart Tolle, for example. We went to New York and we saw Eckhart Tolle. Oh, wow. And I said to Rob, I was like, it was like the stories of people listening to... Jesus speaking or whatever, where you're just sort of like, I'm getting something. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel it. I feel it, it. Yeah. it it's not yeah. showbiz. There's no razzle dazzle to it. And maybe other people there didn't have that experience. Totally. But we were so immersed in the moment that we were walking around with that awe. Like Val and I would leave the talk and just look at a tree for a few hours wow. and we're just without any regard for like the threeness of like, we're going to look at a tree. Like it just sort of happened. Everything was beautiful and flowing. Wow. And then since then it's sort of like started to go down a little bit and you have to be more deliberate. But when you're on a retreat, whether it's the Ram Dass retreat or the Eckhart retreat or the private retreat uh, I did with Ram Dass, that was a very oh, wow. vivid spiritual experience wow. that was very psychedelic at times and really cool. But then psychedelics themselves, every time I've taken them while I'm on them, I always say to Val, who's sometimes not on them, I'll just be like, yeah, this is a thousand times more intense. Because <laughs> you can't even bring it back. Right. There's no way to even probably talk about it. You want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah. But all I ever say to Val, the last time I tripped, I was like, <clears throat> I just kept saying it's ineffable, which it was. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the value of them is it gives you... It's one of the values of them for me yeah. is that it gives you an experience that you couldn't even write a song about it. You couldn't even right. You, you could try. You can't even document it. Yeah. Hendrix. I've listened to Hendrix while I was on something and I was like, how did he know what this sounded like? <laughs> really? Yeah. I was wow. really like, he did it. <laughs> That's it. This feels like. <clears throat> That's, awesome. That's what LSD yeah. feels yeah. like. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you haven't done anything. No, I never have. I'm not here to push it on you. I because Ramdas even says he's like there's different ways into faith and one of them is saying like look other people and not with LSE but other people have had these experiences yeah. and I don't think they're lying. There's been so many yeah. that are reporting this and that can be good and it sounds very nine actually. Oh yeah. And then a three I think Ramdas is a three. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. That's my theory online. It says other things. But like, I think he's a three because Harvard, he wanted to succeed. He wanted to yeah. accumulate and all this stuff and be known. Um, there's something three-y about like, if someone's doing it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, which was my way. It's, wow. it's not for everybody. Yeah. Can't be clear enough. I don't want everybody to go off and do that. But it was helpful for me. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And what about now? Uh you're into Jesus. You're into other things. Yeah. I, I, is everyone else going to story, hell? That's always what I'm asking. Is everyone going to hell? Do you think everyone's going to hell? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I, I can't reconcile a loving God that, like, as a, as a parent, as a friend, to have that set up as, like, don't do this, do this. I, I'm going to I cast you away for eternity. For right, right. So I, I would like to believe that God <laughs> is more says loving. That. Yeah. How he says even the worst parents love their kids. How much more loving is your father going right. to be? Which sounds very Mormon when we call Jesus uh, when we call God our father. But yeah, yeah. how much more loving is your father going to be to you? He's right. like, look, it's here. Right. Everything's here. Right. right. Sometimes I see how a baby is born. It was one thing and it's split into two things. And then we look at the universe. We're like, well, it was probably one thing that split into two things. Yep. It split into a million things. I'm interested in the, what the one thing is. But sometimes when the world makes sense, everything is so clear. Yeah. You're like, of course, God loves us. Look at how there we are, love. Oh, my gosh. Actually, listening to Father Richard Rohr talk, is, it puts language to so much of that uh, confusion in my head where I'm like, I, like even sometimes talking about it, I'd, I don't have the right words, but hearing him speak is kind of like, yeah, that's, that's it. But a million times more articulate. I know, <laughs> you know? he's a living gift. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what, what are the, you mentioned Adam's return. Yeah. 
And I really spoke over you. You're saying no, you can't no. reconcile a, a God that would want to just burn. No, the I think I think there's two him. things. Uh, and, and heaven is obviously a, a tougher one to to talk about because, of course, we want that too, um, and we don't want hell. So it, it's easier to dismiss the concept of hell. But I really do feel like love exists. So that in itself is is a, is a miracle, and I believe that came from a loving God. And so. I, actually, a better way to say it is I've been trying this the last probably decade, and it's really worked. And in, in my faith, as I'm sort of reconstructing um, or kind of pulling all the furniture out and putting it back in concept, um, I've been asking myself with every theological question or every faith or God question is like, does does this idea make God smaller or does it make God bigger? And if it makes God smaller, it, it has to be wrong. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that that has – that's – that's done a lot in my that. in my in my heart. I think for understanding. Does it make it easier to put in your pocket for your ego's concern? Probably. Like, I got it. I got God. Yeah. And I can explain him. And what you got isn't God. And right. I'm like anything that sound right. Small. And if you have done psychedelics, which you haven't, but whenever you're there, you go like, ah! Yeah. We're not even close because <laughs> right. you're so right. steeped in mystery yeah, that, that you're like sense. people like even like people like Richard and all the greats. When it comes to words, you're like, anything in words is going to be wrong. Right. It's and true. Richie even it's says totally that. True. He's like, these are signposts. And he says the churches have just started worshiping signposts instead of realizing that the words are just pointing to some place that you can't talk about. Everything is pointing to some place. That's the, that's the thing that I keep feeling like the truly everything good has to be pointing to... I mean, it's another name for everything. It goes mm-hmm. back to that. Again, Richard Rohr says it better than I ever could. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, yeah, I, it's been a helpful thing to just be like, if it is, like you said, if it, if I can fit into my pocket, it's, prob- it's, it's it probably, it has to be right. Wrong. Yeah. And it's it, probably for, or that would be so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was right. I actually, yeah, I saw. Totally get it. It's not that great. It was a Christian guy and he was like, any God, it was an old YouTube video I saw. So what I, the reason I mentioned it was a Christian guy who kind of went in hard thinking this guy's probably going to be an idiot because he looked like okay. every youth pastor I'd ever had. <laughs> but he said something that I always suck with. He was like, any God that I can house in the four walls of my brain isn't God. He's like, it's, if, if yeah, you get it perfectly, true. it's like, then you're completely fucked. He didn't say that. But completely wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. yeah. You need to stay. Well, that's Richie too. He says humility and patience. Did that's Richard say something about facing humility once a day? Is, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. There I is some quote, one. and I keep... I keep coming back to it every time something humiliating happens to me. <laughs> like every day, I'm like, "Good, this was my one humiliation today." That's good. That's good. I for don't me. know that one, but it made me think of something that I say. If I if I'm driving and I see uh, somebody cuts me off, yeah. and then I catch my brain going like, "This isn't real," but you go, "It's a bald guy. Bald guys cut me off." Like you see your brain doing that categorizing thing. Yeah, you go, instantly put sense them in the a, world because you're scared, yeah. and you go like, "Watch out for bald guys" or whatever. Right. And we see this in hate in all of its forms. You realize that you're running a program that's deep in your subconscious. You probably inherited it. You got it from where you're from. You got it from it being modeled to you, whatever it was. And you also just got it from your nervous system, your psychology, whatever, your genetics. Who knows? And you can't, he goes, you can't will that away. There are these things that you're doing. That he always says, willpower Christianity. We want to push the rock up the up the hill and go, I did it. I'm not yeah. horny anymore. <laughs> right. I don't want to look at porn anymore or whatever it is. And he's like, you can't do it. Willpower Christianity doesn't work. 
what he says is all you need is willingness. Mm. You need to. So when I have that, I say out loud, I go, I'm willing. I'm willing. Like, wow. Not meaning like someone else do it, but just like, I, I can't do this. He's talking about like 95% of our behavior is subconscious and it's conditioning. Mm. So he's like, you can't change it. It's in there. It's like this it ocean beneath yeah. your feet. So he's like, the best thing you can do, humility and patience and willingness. Oh, and he beautiful. thinks that spirituality comes down to those things. I, that makes a lot of sense to me. Me too. It's, what is the roar that you love? Is there one that you go back to? Honestly, I love hearing him in conversation. Me too. Uh, I, I think I told you maybe earlier, but um, hearing him on your podcast was a really meaningful. Like, I don't think I've ever recommended a podcast more than. Oh, wow. The first one or the that. second one? The first curious, one. Yeah. Both are great. But yeah. um, just hearing. And I, his, his writing is, of course, amazing. I'm, I'm reading the uh, Universal Christ right now. Yeah. That is the latest. Yep. Right. Um, and it's really, it's magnificent for sure. Uh, but I, it is every, every conversation I've overheard um, or yeah. listened to, and his podcast is amazing too. So. so you do the podcast. Where are you hearing the conversations? Um, oh, just a, he's a guest on a lot of different Places. Like with yeah. on liturgists and stuff. Yes, stuff exactly. Like Liter- I think Rob's podcast as well. He's awesome on Rob's because yeah. Rob is an enthusiast. Yeah, goes in with like, I love this that you wrote. Let's walk through it mm-hmm. because there's nothing better than what you've already right. done. Let's talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And me as an achiever, I'm like, can I get him to open up to me in some way? <laughs> <laughs> I, can well, I he, unlock this part? But yeah. he does. Rich, something I've noticed that Richard does is he just gives you what you're after. He's it, not. It's he really doesn't beautiful. play games. Yeah. When he did that first podcast, he just said to me, he was like, good, you get it. You good. Yeah. Like he just, yeah. I think he identified me Yeah. and was like, this guy is after me. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give it to him. And then the chase was off. <laughs> oh. He gave me the nugget. And then we were just two people talking. Right. And that's the goal of everything. Which is so beautiful. And I, I, that's, I think what I appreciate about him and what he teaches the most is he's not proving any, like he's not trying to disprove or yeah. prove anything. It well, truly this- is. It's an, it's, you can tell he's put his years into this beautiful mystery and he's come out with reverence. I mean, yeah. he really has. Like, yeah. and, and you don't, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of, um, a lot of teachings or a lot of uh, speakers that talk about similar concepts or similar ideas. And I, you almost always get the impression there's like this, like they know they're, they're on the, on the edge. They're going to rub, you know, they're going to yeah. rub a couple of people wrong. They're going to, this idea is pretty, controversial like that you can they're almost like too self-aware of it but with richard he doesn't care no he doesn't care and he always goes like read it and see don't take my word for it and i (laughs) it's so so badass Uh, and i do feel like i mean so he's a type one and i think that even his gentleness and the way that he lovingly talks about god Mm. uh, is actually more beautiful through the lens of a one who can be a little bit more rigid and a little bit more yeah you know, rule or strict or, or is it? So well, I, like I remember in the second one, a... I was like, what do you think about reincarnation? Cause I sort of have this feeling like, where could we go? Yeah. We have this idea that we die and we go somewhere else. And I'm sort of like, it's all, even if we go somewhere else, you're still within the one consciousness. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. If you go somewhere and you are, then you are still a part of the one ness. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So like, there's nowhere else to go. So it's just this. And I was like, so that seems to favor the idea of reincarnation. I'm not necessarily – there can be an ego trip in reincarnation. Like, where could I go? I'm going to come back and I'll be Bill this time. Maybe that's an ego trip. But I was just like, it seems to make sense. Right. Like, if we're all just water, the water goes in different capsules and we just keep playing for, for eternity. And, I think, and he I was mean, like, that's a great idea. I right. don't believe it personally, but that's a wonderful thing to believe. <laughs> I and I was like, that is, that. that's great. You'd think a one would be like, 
I don't think all the scriptures <laughs> I agree need to, with you I need there. to fix this. Yeah, this let me is, fix this that. Little, you've got some misinformation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me, yeah, yeah. Let me help you with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and I, I mean, I do feel like if, I mean, my math on it is I I believe that love exists and, and therefore something loving created that and us. And I I feel like we should be, thinking through all of those questions and in a love, in a beautiful way, in like a meaningful, yeah. like I don't, I, I can't imagine a God that doesn't want people to be people. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like that's so much of what, um, a lot of religious teaching is about. It's like, don't be a person. Right. And I really think that there's, some, I mean, there's some beautiful mystery there to, right. to unpack and sort of, that's what done. Richie would say. Uh, Jesus being fully man, everybody overlooks that. But he was mm-hmm. like, that's the whole point. The whole point. The whole message of Christianity is that divinity and, and humanity yeah. co- coexist in the same thing. Yeah. You also made me think about like this meditation I do, which is very simple. It's called, what is it called? It's If you look up Muji, M-O-O-J-I on iTunes, okay. he only has one audio book and it's like 15 minutes long and it's just a meditation. It's really great. Mm. Oh, it's called An Invitation to Freedom. That's what it's called. Okay. And basically, this is a spoiler. It won't ruin the meditation, but the spoiler is... <laughs> I don't think there are spoilers yes. for meditation. Yeah. <laughs> well, spoiler. it's sort of a twist. <laughs> You're going to transcend... He sort of walks yeah. you through this like situation <clears throat> okay. Okay. where he's like, kind of walking you in a scenario. But the punchline is, isness can only be recognized by isness. Oh, so wow. it's the idea that like consciousness is everything. And consciousness can only be recognized by consciousness. So you are consciousness. It's basically yeah, like saying yeah. God is consciousness or ultimate reality is consciousness. And the part of you that's recognizing consciousness itself is consciousness. Mm. So you are consciousness. Mm. So you are everything. But he sort of does it in this really fun way. Wow, yeah. And he's like, what? what but it's true. What else could notice knowing right. except knowing? Like, right. <laughs> right. It's consciousness true. pointing at consciousness. <clears throat> is the realization of your true self. Right. That's the point of yeah, it. Yeah, which is so beautiful. And when you read Richie, he's like, yes, that's the whole point of Jesus, mm-hmm. is that divinity and humanity exists in all of us, mm-hmm. not what we've sort of turned it into, which is that God, Jesus was God. He's the only one with the indwelling spirit. No, that's what, yep. the, that's what, it's, that's what we're all running on. Yeah. That's what plugged in the TV. Absolutely. And it's who you really are. And even though there's a billion Ryans and there's a billion Pete's, the consciousness doesn't go anywhere. Mm. And that's where peace is when you just go like, what I really am is what's noticing that I am. Wow. Fucking A. Yeah. Let's do some Coke. Wow. Or for me, <laughs> more Coke. I've done a lot of Coke. I'm just kidding. I've never done Coke. I never would. I really wouldn't. Jesus. I don't need Coke. I need the opposite of Coke. I need Pepsi. <laughs> I do love some Pepsi. Yeah. Well, Ryan, you're a delight. I actually oh, said all you. I knew about you was your music. Really? And that's oh. all I needed to know. Oh, no. Oh, that's okay. No, I mean, I, I didn't <laughs> feel like, the need to research it. I, I was like, no, no, no. For, you were a great guest. I, I'm surprised oh, you think you're an introvert. I was like, if who made this record is coming will be fine. Oh, and it's incredible. So at the beginning of the episode, I want to play the three songs. Oh, cool. What's and here for the end of the episode, we'll play your song, the the, the nine yeah. song, if that's okay. I would love that. Unless you'd like a different one. No, absolutely. I would be honored. So can you think, for the final question will be, and then we'll roll into that song, um, the hardest time you've laughed in your life, do you know? Oh, the hardest time. Um, 
to those that hate the way that I phrase that, the time you laughed the, the hardest. The time I laughed the hardest. Are you happy ones? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All the ones out there <laughs> like, want me actually... to say the time you laughed the hardest. <laughs> and they don't want me chewing on Mike. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, this is an embarrassing story. I don't know why I'm going to share that, but I'm going to just it. go for it. Um, I was I going to the bathroom. A fart. I knew it. Yeah, there was no farting. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, don't remember. Um, and I was, I was wrapping it up and, yeah. uh, it wasn't completely done. And my daughter, Iris comes into the room and she's like, daddy, daddy, I have to go to the bathroom. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And she, I'm like, okay, go around to the other bathroom. And she just like like just started screaming and so i'm like i'm getting off i hadn't even wiped my own butt yet and i'm like putting trying to put her on the toilet and she couldn't like she didn't want me to put her on the toilet she, she's a big kid and she wanted to do it herself but i like it was like so many oh wrong little God. moments and like then like there's just just pee everywhere and like this is the whole thing but that experience made me lose it to a point because i was so serious about that i was this has to go a certain way and it's not going and everything is just so many violations you're doing it you're not done you're dirty (laughs) she comes in you're trying to pick her up it's there's a third thing in the room yes my wife (laughs) comes in because it's screaming and then so everybody it's like a family bathroom and now there's pee and poo and we're all mammals yeah yes (laughs) That is like, a oh, good maybe one. that was the time I cried the most. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, that's, no, it, that's it, it landed in a, uh, in a very what could have been to an unfree person <laughs> right. a very bad thing becomes a very funny yes. thing. Yes, exactly. It's beautiful. I should not have shared that. Why did you come up with a better one than that? <laughs> no, there, there's two kinds of stories that people tell when I ask that question those that I'll remember and those that I'm forgetting as they're saying them. <laughs> okay. And that is the first game. I hope that gives you a good visual of me. On I'll the never toilet. forget it. Yeah, good. Thank and you. And they don't know what you look like. That's right. That's right. You look like Jude Law. <laughs> uh, then it's not as offensive. I was taking a poo. Um, and even uh, the poo was, was perfect. I was hoping this would get to Jude Law. And go to the yeah, at one point. It got there. Young got Pope. There. Young poop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, would you, look, the poop is smoking. Um that's funny to people who've seen Young Pope. Listen, which is, can I you email that to them? <laughs> uh, why did I put down the Young Pope? It's all of Rome watches that show. They love it. Uh, would you say Keep It Crispy oh. and then introduce the album and the track that we're going to hear? I would be so honored. Keep It Crispy. <laughs> and uh, this song is called Nine. Uh, it's, it's based on the type nine, which I happen to be. And it was the, it was the hardest song I've ever written because uh, I think it required – this is actually the second version of it, the first version. Um, I wasn't being totally honest with myself oh, or man. anyone else, and it felt more of like a definition song about somebody else I met one time. And this was, this was the most intimate, I think, in the most um, – I had to do the most work to get to this part of who I am, to, to recognize that I don't 100% know – not only who I am, but what I want. Mm. And as a 36 year old, that was really um, kind of devastating news to realize that only a part of me was showing up. Three plus six is nine. Oh, deal true. with it. <laughs> <laughs> Even your age is a nine. And so yeah, yeah. So the, um, this is this is a uh, this is kind of my my um, my attempt to make some sense of who I am. Love it. And it's off sleeping at last. Yeah, sleeping at last. And it's called Enneagram, but the the, the entire project is called Atlas um, Two for this series. Is it, that is that's not that's confusing. you can type in Enneagram on this. You can type in Enneagram and it'll come up. come up. Yeah, yeah, or Ryan O'Neill. That's right. <laughs> 
Actually, any... no Ryan O'Neill. Just the actor will come up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Sleeping at last. Sleeping at last. Sleeping at last, yeah. No more. <laughs> Sleep no more. Is a great haunted house I heard about. <laughs> Don't go alone. Uh, thanks, man. Thank Let's you. Hear that. Let's Thank hear you. that mu- music. <laughs> Who am I to say what any of this means? I have been sleepwalking. Since I was 14 Now as I write my song I retrace my steps Honestly, it's easier To let myself forget Till I check my vibe signs Choked up I realize I've been left in half myself For more than half my life Wake up trying to find myself through someone else's eyes so show me what to do to restart this heart of mine how do I forgive myself for losing so
feel more alive I'll let the scale tip and feel all of it It's uncomfortable but right And we were born to try To see each other through To know and love ourselves And others well is the most difficult and meaningful.